I'm Elena. And this is a, a bonus, bonus episode. episode. That's right. Not too long ago, we uh, talked about our then upcoming trip to, to Walt Disney World Resort in Orlando, yes. Florida across the first week of February. Which turned out to be <laughs> just in time. Pretty much. The world has changed. We were, we were some of the last few to go. We were a little early for some things, but, uh, you know, in the grand scheme of things. I was very upset that we were going to miss Mickey's Runaway Railroad. And you know what? I can deal. Yeah. <laughs> At least we gotta go. It's a strange feeling because I remember, like, being on the plane and seeing people, like, being very cautious and wearing face masks well, at, at a time when, I mean, I, I could check the dates, but I don't know how many confirmed U.S. cases there even were in the first week of February. Yeah, it was just starting to really, I feel like, yeah. get talked about mm -hmm. as a thing here. We, and now we're recording this at a time when the parks have been closed for weeks with no uh, sign of reopening in the near future. Yes. So once again, this is not a vacation planning tool because you can't. <laughs> but this is just going to be us talking about uh, our experiences, our memories, and, you know, maybe if you have something planned or plan to be planning for next year or beyond – or maybe this is just fun in this time of yeah. social distancing. It, it is not a, a useful episode. It is a hopefully entertaining episode. So I, I guess we're going to... Start at the beginning. A very good place to start. Uh, waking up bright and early to, to get... <sighs> Too freaking early. <laughs> I think we woke up at like four. To get on our bus, to get on our plane. To get uh, on our bus, to get on our train, to get to, to get our to plane. plane. But that's the way it goes. Yeah. Um, you know, pretty pretty uneventful there. Because um, the plan was to to uh, arrive in the early afternoon, in midday, yes. to have a little time to, to show up, unpack, relax, uh, before our eventual dinner reservations, which we'll be talking about shortly. Yes. So, in our planning video, we talked about this, that we, we were taking advantage of staying on site yes. and the Disney Magical Express, mm -hmm. which we used there's not a lot to say other than it was way busier this time it was super busy they had a whole lot of parallel lines and corrals for the different bus routes but even so even having just missed the cutoff they loaded a bus going where we were going yeah like it wasn't bad it's we, just when, it's it was still like what a 15 minute wait even though we had the longest wait maybe it's well, it's, <laughs> it's it's so strange because when we went like seven years ago mm -hmm. There was no one, like, yes. waiting to get on a shuttle, and it was just people. Mm -hmm. But it was fine. So we had our nice little drive. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we stayed at the Pop Century Hotel, yes. uh, which was incredibly nice. The Pop Century Resort has a pretty Wild West approach to theming. It, its general theme is things that were popular from the 1950s to the year 2000. <laughs> It's weird. It's sort of anything goes. But they've redone the rooms, and they are damn nice. Yeah, yeah. I really like them. Uh, it's much better than uh, the All-Star Resort as it was when we stayed there yes. six and a half years uh, ago. Apparently it's been redone. Apparently it has had essentially the same refurb, so there you go. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, very nice, very modern rooms. Yeah, really loved our room, honestly. Yeah, it was great. They uh, had, like, really awesome storage. Normally I don't use, like any type of storage in a hotel mm -hmm. because we were there for over a week 
yeah. we actually unpacked. And there was just like <laughs> such a great use of space that mm-hmm. you could hide all your stuff away and then have space in the room. They're clearly paying attention to the tiny home movement when yes. uh, planning these hotel refurbs. Yes. Very nice. <laughs> so after we, we got situated. Which took a while. I think we should talk about oh, that. We we didn't. We had some bad luck. So in our previous episode about this, we talked about the the magic band system and how you've got this RFID on your wrist that has all your stuff. Yes. When it works. <laughs> we had some rough luck. We had rough luck for the first like 36 hours and then it was fine. <laughs> the The first thing we had an issue with was on the way to our room, we stopped at the cafe, like the cafeteria, mm-hmm. so we could get our reusable mugs that come with the dining plan. Yeah. The cash register wasn't like reading our bands it didn't say we had anything and we had to uh in addition change our pin because yes the the pin was wrong though Though it was exactly what it was supposed to be we we had just set it in advance of leaving so you wouldn't have to do it there but that ate up some of our time caused a bit of frustration because we had to do a little bit back and forth between the front desk and wait and we were supposed to be able to skip all that. <laughs> so by the time we had settled in, calmed down, gotten ourselves situated, we didn't have that much time between then uh, and our dinner reservations, at least when you include uh, transit. Yeah. We, we had more time than we felt safe just like hanging out because like we... We had all these plans. We we did all this in advance. We, we, well, we were, gonna, were in the most magical place in the world. I don't want to just watch TV for, you know. Our plan was to go to downtown Disney. Uh, or Disney Springs, rather. Downtown Disney. <laughs> uh, to walk around. Yeah. But when you factor where it is in relation to where we were and where we needed to be later and the amount of bus time to get there and then we would need to get to where we needed to be we would have had like 40 minutes maybe if we 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 wanted to be really on the ball so what we decided to do was go to magic kingdom but not go in but not go in and to ride the monorail loop <laughs> because you've yeah. never been on the monorail. No, I we did not ride the monorail back in that pre- previous trip, so I'd never been on it. Yeah, and also just the idea of rather than going to a, a dedicated shopping and dining and entertainment region, which is what Disney Springs is, to instead look at two of the oldest and all of the the grandest uh, resort hotels on property doing the monorail loop, which are also dining and entertainment and shopping. <laughs> destinations yes. in their own right essentially that was a good idea that you had and i'm really happy we did it yeah, yeah. It, it was fun we we i've always kind of wanted to like hotel hop and see what a bunch of them are like uh, how the other person. half lives yeah well that's definitely <laughs> it because they're all like the really fancy ones yeah so we we went to the polynesian which was really cool mm-hmm. uh and the grand floridian which i would never want to stay in it's like walking through a museum you feel like they're Someone's going to shush you around every corner. It's it's beautiful. Yeah. I would feel so uncomfortable. Or, or rather, it, it feels like walking on the wrong side of the glass in a museum. I'm comfy yes. in museums. I was not comfy in the Grand Floridian. No, no. <laughs> I f- was waiting for them to kick us out. Right? <laughs> so we stopped off at those two, and then we circled back around, and mm-hmm. we got off at the Contemporary, which is where our where dinner reservation our was. Our dinner reservations were. Yes, we had a... Uh, uh, Dining reservations uh, for the evening at I'm California Grill. At the California Grill 
uh, which is a rooftop or rooftop-ish, you know, you're, you're still indoors, but a, a top floor restaurant at the Contemporary Resort, yes. uh, which has uh, wide ranging views of, of not just uh, the Magic Kingdom in particular, which it's adjacent to, but all of property and all of the, the greater Orlando area because Florida is very flat. Yes. It is very, very it's flat. It's very flat. You can see SeaWorld from there if you know the direction to look. It's very flat. Yes. And part of the... Um perk of going to eat at this restaurant is that mm-hmm. they do have rooftop decks that you can go out onto and watch the fireworks from Magic Kingdom. Yes, and they, they pipe in the soundtrack there, so you get the full experience just from a, a bit of a remove compared to being underneath it. Yes. This was a splurge for us, and it is the <laughs> best thing. I'm so glad we did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was wonderful. It's one reason that the dining plan is really worth it, because you can do these two-credit dining experiences. Oh, it was so freaking worth it for Which this. you're still getting your bang for your buck in this case, as far as dining plan uh, uh, value goes. But there's no way we would ever do this. And uh, pay paying out of pocket? Out of pocket. No. <laughs> Just knowing how we are with with our spending habits, we would never allow ourselves. Well, and also, so like, again, it it took two of our credits and you get a piece piece, and you get pick an entree, uh, an alcoholic beverage or Mm -hmm. a regular beverage if you want, and you each get a dessert. So we'll we'll get to the food in a minute. But the first thing was like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to get something to drink. Mm -hmm. And I like asked the guy like, we had the best waiter also. We, I His love name was this guy. Mo. He was awesome. Mo I loved him. Mo is great. He was so Mo nice. Mo took such good care of us. Uh, like, we're, we're going to rave about this whole meal, but uh, I, so I want to make my conclusion first in case I forget as we get lost okay. in it. This was an incredible first taste, you know? This yeah. is such a good way to start our trip. Like, uh, the resort hopping was really fun sightseeing and a bit of an appetizer, yeah. but like so to speak. But the meal itself was just an incredible way to start the trip. Such high quality, so delicious. So most of the restaurants, one big open space that's all connected. We got yes. seated in the side room. So we could actually hear one another speak. Yes. And it was <laughs> very romantic and it nice. Was. Like it we was. didn't get to overlook Magic Kingdom, but we had a beautiful like view mm-hmm. and it was very like intimate uh the, the main dining room uh is a lot more lavishly decorated it, you can see into the kitchen it's an open kitchen yeah. plan which is cool very but loud. it's much much louder it's very loud. <laughs> i did not get the like so there's your trade-off and i, I feel yeah. happy with where we landed actually. yeah very happy well i'm like i didn't get the like romantic feel out no, there no that it was a much different atmosphere um, but anyway, so like I was like, okay, I want you know some wine. I don't know, and I pick my wine by the label on the bottle. Does what? it have an animal, and is it cute? Basically, yeah. Okay, that works at Trader Joe's. That it doesn't work on a fine dining menu. I don't know anything about wine, <laughs> but Mo did. So I was like, you know, what's your suggestion for a dry red wine? Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, you really want this one? And I was like, great, I'll get that. And I looked at the menu after he left, and it was a $65 glass of wine included, that was included. Included on the dining plan. Which meant that, well, well, I just made back all of my meal credits on that glass of wine. <laughs> it doesn't matter what else I get. I'm good. I got the maple old-fashioned because- Which was just freaking alcohol. It was so- it was really good. But so strong, it was like drinking a really good bourbon <laughs> after smelling a, a maple syrup. <laughs> it was just straight alcohol. For for our food, you got uh, scallops? I got scallops, and it was the most amazing <laughs> dish of scallops and other goodies. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the best scallops I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got the, the filet mignon. Uh, Mo suggested it. Because it was recommended, <laughs> and he knows his stuff, and good gracious, I'm so glad I listened. Yeah. What was the one thing I tried off of it? The onion? Yes, there was an onion that was so freaking amazing! <laughs> even, yes, even the bed of... I don't know if they were quite pickled, but there was like a that... A pickling-ish happening. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was just so incredible. The, this really bright, sweet onion You were note. like, you need to try this onion. You need to try this onion. I'm like, okay. And I was like, oh my god, that onion! <laughs> it was so good. I and mean, then, the, the beef itself, fantastic. Yeah. But you expect that. Yeah, but such a delicious but every, meal. Yeah, every little component. We, we got our reservations an hour or so before uh, the scheduled fireworks. Yeah. And so we were just a few bites into our dessert. Mo knew that we were celebrating 15 years together. Yes. So he brought us a, a complimentary pair of champagne flutes. That we could take out on the balcony. To take out on the balcony to, to do the, the viewing. And, you know, our, our desserts was there waiting for us when we got back. Uh, how did you enjoy seeing Happily Ever After, the, the fireworks show, from the roof? Well, I started crying. <laughs> so I think it was good. Yeah. Really, when I started crying, like, it was really nice. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. It was also just the fact that we were there and we're starting our trip. Yeah. But part of the fireworks show is also um, they do projections on the castle. Yeah, projection mapping on the castle, which was somewhat new when we went before. Yeah. But they've really, really embraced it. Yes. and Resort-wide. As soon as the, like, tangled lanterns... I, like, She's, lost it. She's a sucker for the lanterns, folks. Lost it. It was so good. We're, it was so good. That's going to come up again a few times, actually. Yep. Like, I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. It was really nice and such a fun little, like, thing to do. Yeah. I loved every point part of that meal. <laughs> that meal was amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nothing we ate matched up to it. So, no. like, if, if I was you're, like, oh, I understand this new tier of dining. If you're a save the best for last person, maybe we did it exactly wrong. But I love that being our, our first real part of our vacation. So that's me I thought, like, okay, well, nothing else compared. But I think it was such a fun way to start because we were, first off, so excited. Mm-hmm. We weren't exhausted. <laughs> that's true. And it was just such a nice thing where, like, like, it was really the only thing we had planned that day. And mm-hmm. we just sat and enjoyed like we weren't rushing off to get to a fast pass or something like we were just like this is what our like evening is yes Uh, during the morning they do like some type of like buffet thing for like brunch yes yes they they do an all you can eat brunch i'm very i'm curious about it but i don't know like i'm kind of like how would it compare (laughs) because that was just so good you have some pretty incredible brunch food and the the mimosas are also included so there is that there is that there is that (laughs) From there, we uh, just took a, a night bus back. We uh, Eventually. Eventually. Okay, here's my one beef. Yes. Here's my one my, overall beef with Disney. My one beef was the filet. It was fantastic. Security. Yes. Okay, not the fact that they have it. Where they have it freaking set up and when you have to do it and when you don't. The, the security bubble, the safe zone, uh-huh. where you have to pass through a checkpoint, a bag check, uh, is, is farther out than the gate. For instance, yes. you have to pass through to get on the monorail. So we did a lot of bag checks while we were uh, yes. resort hopping. Which then means Which like then you means don't have to go through it once you go get to Magic Kingdom or Epcot because it lets you off after it. Inside the safe Which zone. Which is fine. Wonderful for people using Here, it that way. <laughs> here's the thing. Most of the time it's fine. Except for the fact that if you go to the Contemporary for dinner, mm-hmm. the way to get back to your hotel is walking over and using a Magic Kingdom bus. Yeah. To get on any other type of bus, 
You, just, you don't have to do security. You just get on the bus. But to do that, we had to pass through the freaking security tent. Yes. Just to go get on a bus. The the walk path from Contemporary to the Magic Kingdom also passes through the bubble separately. So and like, we had to do a checkpoint just to take a U-turn and go out to the bus And here's why I was shelter. going. Magic Kingdom was closed. <laughs> we couldn't even go in. That's true. That is true. <laughs> That's why I was annoyed. I'm like, I can't even go in there. I'm obviously going to a bus. <laughs> Let me just go. Because there was like 30 people. Mm-hmm. And it took forever because they only had two people working at that checkpoint. Right. <laughs> so annoyed. Very, very irritating. But we eventually got in seeing, uh, uh, you know, night fall across the reclaimed Florida swampland. Uh, so we could get to bed early for our first morning, our first rope drop. We rope dropped nearly every day. <laughs> we only didn't rope drop once. Yeah, yeah. We just were, once. We were in park for rope drop every day that we were in a park in the morning. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> One day. We didn't. So our first day was Animal Kingdom. Yes. Which, as we mentioned previously, has had a, a huge new addition, a brand new land since we last left. Yes. Uh, Pandora, the world of Avatar. Yeah. And so we had a fast pass for one of the rides, and our plan was to rope drop the other, the much more popular uh, Flights of Passage. Yes. Which is much more popular for a reason. We'll get into that when we talk about our experience. But uh, we had the worst luck ever. (laughs) Our magic bands. After waiting in the line to enter. Yes. Our magic bands did not read our park tickets uh-huh. uh for somehow they were n- the that part of our account was not attached to the rfid scanning oh, no, no. bit we found out later it was but like 12 times and and that's <laughs> why uh the reader was confused and had an issue yeah so we had to go so to we, customer service we got shunted to the customer service line which should be normal mm-hmm. which should be just fine yes so we had to go to customer service yes and there was a Good few people in front of us that were also having issues, and their issues seemed to be a lot worse than ours, and it took freaking forever. We were in that line for, like, 35 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then once we got up there, she fixed it in, like, three minutes. Yeah. And she was like, okay, I've never seen this happen before, so we're just going to delete everything out and, like, re-put it in. And here's a couple fast passes, but you can't use them in Pandora, <laughs> which was the one thing the park had officially opened. The, well, the, the park had officially opened for... Morning Extra Magic. Yes. So it wasn't like full blah, but it was still like we, we were there 15, 30 minutes before even no, that opening. We, If our bands would have worked, we would have been through the gate mm-hmm. 30 minutes before Extra extra Magic Hour started. So yeah. we would have been in the holding line inside the park yeah. to basically rush that line. Right up front with everyone else. To start the day. But by this point, 30 minutes had gone by and everyone <laughs> had already done what we were going to do. <laughs> yes. So by the time we got in... And they, like, it worked out. And then after that, we actually didn't have, like, any problems with our magic bands again. No. It was that, just that was their... the last biggest, most frustrating problem. Yeah. Whatever that was was probably why we were having issues before. Yeah. Um, we did get two sets of fast passes out of it, so yes. it's fine. We, we each got a pair of wild card fast passes. Yes. But so we, like, sped walk because they don't like it if you run. Essentially, uh, yes. Back to Pandora <laughs> to get in line for Flight of Passage. And we got, like, back there. And it's really cool. It's so good. It's unfortunately we had to run past everything. Um, <laughs> and we get there. And then we find the line is like wrapping outside of Pandora past the place where if we would have taken a right, but they wouldn't allow us to, we could have ended up at the end of the line by the front gate. Yeah. <laughs> like it wrapped all the way back. 
Yeah, uh, the, the line went all the way to uh, the Africa land. It went over to the, the Lion King. Uh, Very far. Uh, Very far away. The, the Lion King stage show theater and then started to hook. And the yeah. hook is right where we landed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it was a very long line. That but moved very quickly. It, it actually moved. Uh, I think they, when we were in line, the app, I think, was saying that it was over two hours. And I think it ended up only being Inaccurate. like an hour and a half. Yeah, at most. Hour 20, maybe. So it wasn't awful. So our entire extra magic time was spent waiting in line for the yes. thing. But, uh, spoiler, we had a lovely day all the same. Yes. Well, and it was good we did it then because the line just got worse as oh, the yeah. day went on. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and being in line let us experience Pandora bit by bit. Yes, as we like walked into it as, as we calmly walked and waited our turn um it meant we could actually observe how like they transition one land to another yes in a really cool way of like slowly changing the architecture and like the light poles and the trash cans and various stuff one thing we should mention it like rained the entire day it was a very rainy day very especially wet. the morning it was luckily warm on like most yeah. of our trip yeah so it was fine that we were wet but i hate the movie avatar <laughs> hate it <laughs> World of Pandora, very cool. It's so good. It's very beautiful. It's very massive and everything's so detailed. Oh my god. Um, And the design is just phenomenal. Like, I was obsessed with the one bathroom. I'm obsessed with all the bathrooms. That's really what this comes <laughs> down to. If it's, if it's a themed bathroom, I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going through. The, the line is moving very quickly. And I kind of wish it wasn't because I just want to oh, look at this. Look at this. Because uh, before... Because they don't open up the line proper. You're just standby in the paths until things open, open. Yes. So we're, we're just going around and seeing all of it. And eventually we get into uh, the queue building for uh, uh, Flights of Passage. And the amount of storytelling just done in the environmental design of the queue is incredible about this world that, that was the, this uh, vibrant uh, uh natural paradise with the, this uh indigenous culture stereotypical as it is it's still there uh that was then uh conquered and threatened by this this mining group you know for several years it was the most uh, uh it was the highest grossing movie in the world i think people are familiar with avatar but then uh they get chased out as seen at the end of the film avatar but then moves in a uh cooperation between an environmental preservation group and uh its commercial arm uh, which is a, a tourist travel agency <laughs> and that is how you the human people of, of uh orlando florida and beyond get on this alien planet which which is a wild story <laughs> yeah and that they communicate that all so effectively with just the way you walk through buildings and how they're decorated <laughs> Yeah. This is such an incredible feat. Yeah. Uh, so, Flight of Passage is what we rode. Yes. Eventually. Um, <laughs> and it is a flight simulator type thing. It is essentially a motion simulator. Yes. yes. It's pretty cool compared to other ones. Like, you are climbing on top of one of the animals. Yes, the banshees. The banshees. The, it, 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 like, breathes between your legs. Mm-hmm. And uh, you feel it moving and swooping, and uh, the, the way they achieve this technically is, you know, a simple idea with a very complex uh, uh, implementation in order to get all of the details and all of the scale. Yeah. Because you're experiencing it with quite a few other people. That's how the line moves so fast. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's really cool. Like, most people compare it to Soren. I think it's a heck of a lot cooler than Soren. <laughs> 
But I think it does a really good job of giving you action mm-hmm. and also stillness. So yes. you can look around. Yeah, the the story pacing of the ride is really great. Yeah, um, it's it's very exciting, mm-hmm. but also like you can take it in, which I feel like on Soren's just so quick to me. It's beautiful, but it's so quick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and Soren also, I think, has more of a placement problem, or else we just got really lucky with where we were seated. But we rode it a few times this trip, and your experience depends so much on where, where in you the are. theater you're seated. Yeah, but yeah, it was really cool. Spoiler. It's a heck of a lot better than the other Pandora ride. Oh, that, that yeah, shit. Yeah, uh, we got to talk about that. <laughs> we're, we're that we're gonna get to that one, or we can talk about it now. I think it's the next thing. We let's did. just talk about it now. Yes. Yeah, uh, so we did. Uh, no, I think we went and we did it later, but we're gonna talk about it now. Yeah, it's more efficient um, that way. <laughs> so the other ride is uh, Navi River Journey. Yes, it's a boat ride. It is in black light. It is your your classic uh, boat based dark ride. It boring. It's boring. <laughs> Here's the thing. I enjoy a lot of the other boat rides. Yeah. You love pirates. It's your favorite. Uh Uh-huh. Small world. Uh Uh-huh. These are just flowers (laughs) that glow. Yeah. yeah. Like, nothing happens. There's nothing cool around the riverbend. There are a few things that move, almost entirely Mm screen-based. And there's very little in the the sense of comparing it to pirates. Story. Yeah, I don't know what the point of it was. Like, Like you you get a story... Really well with Flight of Passage. Yes. And other boat rides, you get a better sense of story. I don't know what the story was supposed to freaking be. It Eventually, the, the big gathering you're being summoned to uh, becomes very clear in like the last quarter of the ride. But up to then, it's just been a nature walk without the walking. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think the most uh, indicting thing of the ride is-, is that the design and the theming and the world of Pandora is more convincing and more immersive in the pathways outside oh, yeah. than in the attraction. Yeah. It can't be overstated how incredible the pathways, just the environment of the theme park land are. I love well, it. And so Pandora at night, which we would go to later mm-hmm. when it's nighttime, like is very like glow in the dark. Yeah, there's black lights everywhere. There's glow in the dark paint. Like, it's the glow in the dark flowers is not like an out there thing. I just don't think it's done as well on the ride. No, it's just it's not. It, it simply it does, is not. It doesn't look real <laughs> like everything outside does. Yes. Um. So I did it. I don't ever need to do it again. No. And <laughs> and uh, again, speaking to how you felt, there's no real story. There's no pre-show. There. There's nothing no. really in the queue. Uh, to, to speak yeah, of. Yeah, and it's bizarre because the other one has so much pre-show, so much storytelling before you even get on it. Mm-hmm. Like, there there are two pre-show videos to, to help cover um, capacity and load and unload for Flight of Passage. Mm-hmm. And they both give you essentially the same spiel. It's very redundant. But what I enjoyed is that one is from the scientific you know, standpoint, from the person like doing your DNA match. And then the second one is from the, the Navi cultural uh, perspective from, you know, a, a liaison with the locals. Yeah. Yeah. And you get nothing with River Journey. No. No. No, it's not It's not good. Uh, um, I'm kind of glad that's what we ended up getting our fast pass for in the end. Because if it you meant had me, to wait in line for that. If I had to wait an hour and a half for that, <laughs> I would have been passed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At least the hour and a half wait for Flight of Passage was interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> While we're doing things a little out of order in order to keep um, conceptual hold, yeah. let's talk about the restaurant. <gasps> oh, 
Because that's really how we finished our day was yes. was uh, eating a late dinner in Pandora. And and part of why we decided um, is because it smelled so freaking good. Yeah, just walking around the land, how good it smelled. Uh, Satuli Canteen is the name of the place. It's so good. Mm-hmm. It is. It might be okay. the best quick service meal we had the whole time. I'm going to put the Ronto wrap mm, that's ahead. That's true, yeah. But yes, de- like it is one of the best quick service meals we had and one of the best ones I think you can get. Also one ever. of the biggest. Oh, yes. It's, it's so huge. much food. So much food. It's so much food. Um, So they have several stuff on their menu, but the main stuff is it's like grain bowls. Yeah. it's So you, you pick a type of grain or a base, a meat, or they have like a vegetarian option. Sauce. A sauce. And then there's yeah. like a, it's kind of like a salad slaw thing you can pick from too. So do the math. There's a whole lot of combinations. Yes. They smoke their own meat or like grill their own meat. Which like is you what can smells smell so it all, the, all day. All that also means it's freaking fresh. Yes. Unlike a lot of quick service stuff. Customizable. And you just get so much. And it really like was hearty. It was delicious. Pretty freaking healthy. Honestly, yeah. Um, It was so good. Well, this is one thing that has kind of changed is like when we were there years ago, mm-hmm. the quick service usually came with like a dessert. And that seems to no longer be the case. Yes. So we, we went ahead and used snack credits because we have a bajillion. <laughs> um, and we got the, it was like a blueberry cheesecake poof dessert with mousse. Yeah, yeah. That was good. It was so good. That was really good. It was really pretty. Yeah. We, we might mention this again later, but I feel like the, the food in Pandora was a bit of a, a testing ground for the food in Galaxy's Edge. Oh, yeah. And- the desserts are where that's seen most clearly. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a whole lot of freaking passion fruit. Yeah, a lot of passion fruit. Lots of boba Lots and of stuff. Lots of different textures all in one sphere. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I found if you're going to make space food, you put boba on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of strange. <laughs> Closer to home, back on our home planet, it was still raining. <laughs> it never stopped it raining. It never stopped raining, at least during daylight it hours. Was, it was very wet. Well, what I learned at the end of our Animal Kingdom day is that Animal Kingdom is full of, uh, obviously, attractions and shows, and there are a lot of characters to meet. And you can pick two out of those three for your day. <laughs> so we, we met a lot of characters, which uh-huh. I really enjoyed. Yeah. We saw no shows, but we yeah. rode, I think, everything. We, we pretty much rode everything except <laughs> that really horrible dino roller coaster. Which I think was closed I for the season. I don't even think it was It open. wasn't even open it's that day. It's awful. Yeah. Don't ride it. Uh, we met Pocahontas. In the Otter Grotter. The Otto Grotto. One of those. The Otter Grotto, uh, sponsored by Otter Box. That's synergy, baby. I love that there's still sponsorships. <laughs> um, we would also meet later, we did uh, Scrooge and Launchpad. Yes. Uh, which di- was great fun. Dino Land has uh, had what was originally a short-term event, just be continued indefinitely called uh, Donald's Dino Bash. Yeah. Where Donald and a lot of his his Duckburg friends are around because they found out they're descended from dinosaurs. Yeah. We did Uncle Scrooge and Launchpad and they were super fun. And then we did Chip and Dale and and they were dressed in dino costumes. Yes. And it was super adorable. Very cute. Very Um, much fun. Uh, We we did a uh, Timon and Rafiki. Yes. 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 That was good too. Some of that time could have been seeing the Finding Nemo musical or the uh, uh, Lion King acrobat show previously mentioned as where our cue line wrapped to, but not this time. Not this time. 
We did a lot. We took the train back. Yes. To, to uh, the conservation station. Yeah. Don't need to do that again. No. Uh, That's a good place to go if your kids just need to run. Yes. Uh, so or if you want to see a really, really, really grumpy, grumpy, grumpy sheep. Yeah. <laughs> There, most grumpy sheep I've ever seen. There, There is a train that runs. Uh, I think the most interesting part is actually that it, it runs you by some backstage areas. Yeah. You get to see some of the, the pens and structures for animals in, in the savannah. But then it drops you off in a, an area that has uh, their vet station. Mm-hmm. So it, it's educational. You get to learn about how they care for the animals. It has the affection section, the, the petting zoo. <laughs> It's a lot of sheep and goats, and which, you know, I appreciate. Has, one has a very unfortunate face. Oh, it was face. so grumpy. <laughs> and they do regular uh, drawing classes where an animator will walk you through how to draw an animated animal character yes. several times throughout the day, which apparently is very popular. Walk-ins will be turned away, fast pass necessary yeah. in practical terms. There's just not much. Yeah. I, to do. I don't want to call it a mistake because part of our plan for this trip was to do things we hadn't done before. So check that off the list. And never have to do again. Yeah, permanently check that off the list. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> uh, I mean, it was a nice, like, again, the train ride was nice. Mm-hmm. Got- so it's not much there. No. We ate lunch at Yak and Yeti. Yeah, yes. Which. Always good. Um, I really like, I liked my food better than when we ate there previously. And I was I, the opposite. You were the opposite. <laughs> I got a pretty good meal this time where I had something I really, really enjoyed last time. Yeah, which they don't have on the menu anymore. Well, you had a pretty good meal that this time compared to something you didn't enjoy very much last time. Th- this meal was actually very good. Okay. Because I got right. the type of fish with like salsa and it was it was good. It was very yeah. fresh. It was very good. Yak and Yeti is a Pan-Asian sort of yeah. vibe. Yeah, it was good. I got Indian You something? got tiki masala. I, I got tiki masala. And it's... Was you said it was good, but it was just not as good as the as tiki the, masala we get here. It's true. It's true. <laughs> and that that was the thing, which is why I didn't get it, is because I knew I was just going to compare it. Yeah. So I had to get something I couldn't compare to. <laughs> well, yeah. So we did. I mean, we walked around all the different animal places you could walk around. Yes. Earlier in the day, we did do our safari. Yeah. Let's talk about that. But we did do our safari. I think safari was the first. Our first fast pass. It was very early in the yeah. day. Yeah. Apparently, going when it's raining is actually a great time to go. <laughs> The animals like it. They come out. Except for, like, any type of ape or monkey. Yes. They're not really fans. But, like, everyone else was like, this is awesome. Also, the lions didn't seem to be too engaged. But They were sleeping. Everything else was really out, really active. I, I Just a huge grin on my face. I love the safari. It's really good. Well, I, I think one of my favorite things about the safari is just, like, how it really just is, like, an educational thing now. Yes. Where when the first time I went on it as a kid, which was right after Animal Kingdom opened, is when they still had their, like, themed, like, oh, no, the poachers, we gotta go track them down. <laughs> and you can still see, like, little things about it. L- like there's the set dressing. Like, that one bridge that they're like, oh, it might be a rocky ride. I'm like, I remember the safari car used to get, like, stuck on it, and then it would act like it's gonna drop you, <laughs> mm-hmm. but it doesn't. It's just so funny that, like, that stuff's all still there. They just don't utilize it. Also, the poacher jeep is still there, yeah. heavy laden with, with tusks and, yes. and ivory, which is a wild thing to see when there's no poacher store. It's like, are you seeing this? Yeah. Like, Tr- are truck we driver, can, can we report that? <laughs> but yeah, that was really good. We so we did good. all the walking animal paths. Um, which were a lot of fun. Uh, trying to find the gorillas as they, like, sidle up to, to the rock walls for a little bit of... They don't want to be out in the they rain. Don't want, they don't like the rain. We did Everest, like... Three? Three times? 
I think or, we did. No, we did it twice. Twice? Yeah. Uh, the fast pass we set and one of our wild card fast passes we got from. Oh, yeah. So once during daytime and once after dark. Everest is so good. So good. My favorite thing, though, is when we did it during the day was there was this mom and yes. her daughter behind us. Like we were like talking to them in line, like talking it up to this little girl. She did not like it. <laughs> She was just clinging like a, a like a chameleon on a branch, four limbs on her mother's arm. She was so upset afterwards and like getting off. We're just like, you did so good. Awesome. You're like, please don't cry. Please don't cry, child. This was an example of the, the new fast pass technology that's become more and more integrated. Yeah. In, in the like the last stage of the line for Everest, there are um, travel company ads uh fake stuff like canned yeti meat or whatever uh and they have uh, uh testimonials at the bottom and it will like read your fast pass as you go by and sometimes your name will be the testimonial yeah. up on there so yeah apparently i like some uh sherpa guide or, or something the other thing that's really cool that's changed with the fast pass techno or not with the magic band technology is pictures so like yes. if you get a uh, memory maker which is like the thing Basically, you're you're paying a price to get access to any picture that you pose for in the park or ride pictures and everything onto your account. And then you can download them later. Mm -hmm. Now you can – it's all connected to your magic band. So if you're, like, posing for a picture with a photographer on the sidewalk, like, they just scan your magic band and it connects it. Where previously you had to have, like, a separate card. The cool thing is with rides, because mm -hmm. you also used to have to scan at the kiosk, like, that's my picture, scan it to me. It now automatically scans it while you're on the ride and assigns you the photo. Yes. It's so cool. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. It, it just knows you're there. And even if you don't have Memory Maker, it'll just add it to your account, tempting you to buy. Yeah. Uh, to, to get rid of those watermarks. But yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. It's very good. It's very convenient. And uh, there are now rides with photos that didn't have them before, and they don't even need kiosks. It'll just show up in your account. Yeah. Uh, what else did we do? We rode... Uh, we rode, Dino. We rode, we rode Dinosaur. Dinosaur. I liked it much better this time. Because it didn't freeze halfway through. Yeah. Uh, shortly after our honeymoon trip, it had a big refurbishment. So it is less known for stopping halfway through the ride. Yeah. Which did happen to us and sort of ruined the pacing. Yeah. But also uh, some added effects that I think really uh, uh, helped. And so like having an uninterrupted ride, I was just so much more engrossed in it and appreciative of it. And it's like... I'm going to make a point, uh, a callback to a point I've made in previous uh, History Honeys ep proper episodes about the parks, about how like there's sort of a dead zone uh, from between the, the old classic stuff and the new really good stuff. Yeah. Like Dinosaur seems to be one of the really good rides from in between. Yeah. <laughs> when there weren't a lot of really good rides. Yeah. No, that's very true. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like really held up to the test of time so it's, in that way. So it's got a little bit of the best of both worlds. It's not so oh, look how charming th those old practical effects were. It has really good practical effects. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we took in the show. Rivers of Light. Yes. It was nice. It was It was nice, yes. I don't need to do that again. I would use my after dark hours for other things on a future trip, but it yeah. was nice. Like, there are parts of it that were very cool. Mm -hmm. I really liked, like, the glowy floating creatures. This is their nighttime spectacular. Yeah. No fireworks because animals. Yes. Uh, but Yeah, because Animal Kingdom is now open 
after dark, which it used to not be. Yeah. This is a relatively new thing. Mm -hmm. uh, so what it is instead is a lot of music, uh, a fair amount of lasers, but a lot of projection onto water screens. They, they have sprinklers, essentially, specialized sprinklers that make a screen out of water and project uh, their images onto that. As, as well as the, the main centerpiece, I guess, is these four floats uh, that are in the shape of animals yeah. uh, that, that light up in different colors from within. And the, the story that you see is essentially about, you know, the wonders of life and all of the, the beauty of, of nature and, and animals around the world. A lot of actual animal footage intercut with Disney animated films featuring those same animals. Yeah. Like it's it's nice. It's mm -hmm. it's 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 nice. But it's not that exciting. It's it no really happily also, ever after. It really also depends on like where you're seated that That's I true. think you get a good show. It's weird that the theoretical best seats don't exist. Yeah. Uh, seating is split in two. The one side is uh, uh, just like walk-up seating. One side is fast pass reserved. And in between is the canal where the floats come in and out. And that would actually be the best place. <laughs> yeah, that canal is the point they're playing to, which is very strange. Yeah. So they we only got to see it for just a couple minutes. They also do a night projection show on the Tree of Life. Yes. And that's actually really, really cool. Yeah. That is much cooler. It is a show in a sense, but they're basically... It's continuously going. Yeah, it's continuously going as soon as, as you know, it's dark enough. But uh, while things are constantly moving and you're seeing, uh, you know, new details brought out, every once in a while, there's a full, like, three to five minute vignette. Yeah, so basically and, what it does is it takes... Because the Tree of Life has different animals carved into it. Mm -hmm. And, like, different ones will come to life. But then, yeah, like, one of them will suddenly become a fully animated... Thing for like three minutes telling some type of story mm -hmm. before it like fades back into the tree and then 15 20 minutes later a completely different one will have yeah. the, a full adventure i don't know how long like the loop is like <laughs> could you stand there all night and it not repeat i don't know it's really cool it's really it's cool. done really well it's very beautiful um, I would actually much rather just stand there and watch that than go to the <laughs> Rivers of Light show. Yeah. While I would take advantage of the time uh, where well, everybody else is watching Rivers of Light, short dinosaur, short Everest. Well, yeah. But I'd but say yeah, like, if yeah. you're going to compare like which nighttime show to do. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but yes, go on all those rides and then also seeing like Pandora at night. Yes. Pandora oh. at night's really cool. Day or night, it's amazing. It's also two completely different lands, day or night. Yeah. it's You have to see both. Yeah, it's really neat. But we, we didn't want to stay too much uh, past closing mm -hmm. because we had another early morning. Oh my God. The so, earliest morning. We woke up at five in the morning. On vacation. <laughs> so we could get to Hollywood Studios by 6.15. So it could open at seven. Uh-huh. So yeah, day two, Hollywood Studios. Yeah, so super freaking early morning. I did not expect to be the only one doing this. Uh-uh. No. But when I went out to get on the bus, did I expect to see quite so many people <laughs> also it, waiting for the bus? Was it uh, the third bus we got that, that came? <laughs> that day we got the second bus. Okay. The other day we went, we got like the third bus. Um, but this is because... It's intense. This is because Rise of the Resistance, as mentioned in our previous yes. episode, had practically just opened. Yes. And they were utilizing a virtual queue system where the way it works is you have to be in the park, not not outside the park, in the park at open to go on the app and try to get a boarding group. Yes. 
they are gone within 15 seconds. Um, <laughs> Seems that way. And everyone and their cousin is thinking about doing this. Yeah. Us and our, you know, I don't know, 20,000 other closest friends all showed up <laughs> at Hollywood Studios yeah, yeah. at 6, where you have to get through security, then you have to scan into the park, and then you have to just go figure out where you can stand that they'll allow you to go. Yeah. So we had an early morning fast pass for Slinky Dog Dash. Yes. So we went in the go this way if you want to do Toy Story Land first yes. crowd. But they don't, like, let you in that far. They have, like, ropes up, so you can only mm-hmm. go so far within, but it's like, well, if your first destination is going to be that way, go this way. If you want to yeah. head this way, go there. You've got cast members doing crowd work, finding out who's celebrating a birthday. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we we got in around like six, you know six fifteen six thirty. We were through. We were in. We were at our line. Uh, um, massive lines for everywhere serving coffee. Oh my gosh. We we had a bit of a, a caffeine crisis ourselves later that morning. Well, so here's the thing: is with our uh, meal plan, it comes with free drinks from yeah. the cafeteria, including coffee. Cafeteria is not open that early in the morning, so so I'm like, okay, I'll use the coffee maker in our room. Well, that's just brown water. I found out it, not, it was awful. Not good. No. Um. So I, a coffee drinker who has to have my coffee, did not get my coffee. Uh, and I was like, oh, I can make it through. Well, like 10 a.m. came around and I was like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I need coffee. Uh, here's a little tip. Don't go to the places marked as coffee. Those are going to have really long lines. You yes. got to go find one of the random places that just has like a container of coffee. Yeah. That they're selling in the AM. Places that advertise coffee are going to do espresso drinks and like. Also, it's the only places on the map, so that's also, where people also go. Also, it's where people are going. So, like... You want to find a place that just has a, a bin of creamer cups, so you know. Well, and, like, I got in <laughs> I got in line for, like, one of the actual coffee-marked places later in the morning, and then I was like, that looks like a thing over at the next booth. I was like, go see if they got coffee. And literally the place next door with, was selling coffee. With no line. No walk line. Right yeah, just, I mean, it's plain old black drip coffee, but that's what you drink. That's what I wanted. That's what you want. <laughs> Beggars are copy choosers. Just give me coffee. So seven o'clock on the dot hits. Um, a murmur begins going through the crowd as everyone begins, like, refreshing their app, trying to get a boarding group. Yes. You have the magic touch, dear. I got, you I got, got us boarding group seven. Oh, yeah. And literally, so, you just start hearing people scream as yes. they realize they're getting it. It's it's, and then like, you also hear people groaning. It's like stovetop popcorn. Yeah. There's just one here, one here, one here, and then pop, 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 all through the crowd. Strangers start hugging each other, <laughs> high-fiving. People are just, like, cheering each other on with excitement. And then eventually, 60 to 100 seconds later, silence. They're all gone. <laughs> and then you start to hear the people who did not get it. But, like, I, I got a seven. Seven. And the per- people next to us were like, 15 or something and then i heard someone else on the other side of us was like 70 we were all doing it at the same time you never know yeah yeah so the way it works is like they call boarding groups and you have is it two hours or an hour might have been two hours the first day and one hour the second or something like it's all in flux so you have a certain amount of time once they call you to go to the ride Mm -hmm. and ride it and you you go in essentially walk up there is a short quick moving line yeah. in in our limited experience yeah. like you you can kind of keep an eye on like how fast stuff is moving because you have the app and you can like refresh it be like okay what group are they on now but you don't really know what time so like we didn't know like 
okay, how long does it actually take them? We're group yeah. seven. Oh. I felt like we had a pretty reasonable guess being group seven. Yeah. Just get, but, the farther you are, the harder it is. Yeah. And the way it works is they also, and this number changes every day, but they have a guaranteed amount that will ride mm-hmm. boarding groups. And then yeah. after those numbers, Board- it's if they can get through everyone, your boarding group will also go. Boarding groups up to, was it 60 something, 80 something? The, the days. first day we did it, it was, I think, up to like 93. And then the second day we did it, it was only up to like 32 or up to 62. Yeah, yeah. Um, And it all just depends on like how the ride's going. So you, you got to treat her gently, folks. <laughs> so we were pumped. We were pumped, but first we went to Toy Story Land. Yes. So we should talk about that first because yes. I feel like we're going to spend an hour and a half on Galaxy's oh, Edge yeah. alone. Oh yeah. So like like I mentioned, we were in the rope drop Toy Story Land queue because we had a, a very early fast yeah. pass for its premier new ride, Slinky Dog yeah. Dash. I think we had like an eight a.m. fast pass. So yeah. what we did was we immediately got in yeah. line for um. Midway Mania. Midway Mania. Which pre-exists Toy Story Land. They just sort of folded it in, changed which side of the building the entrance is on. Expanded it. Expanded it a little bit. Yeah. Um, it's super fun. It's it's the best ride in Toy Story Land. I stand by that 100%. It totally is the best ride in Toy Story Land. Because <laughs> um, it's really good. It's really good. It's, it's you know, it's a... It, it's, like a popper shooter game yeah, type thing. Like it, you're trying to get points. Yeah, it, it is a digital arcade shooter. Yeah. While you're going on it on a track in a little cart and it, it counts up your points. You get it some good natured competition. Yeah. I think I won the first time you won the second time. All I remember is my arm like cramped. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, there's a lot of uh, repetitive motion. Yes. Um, super fun though. Super fun. It had a very long line, <laughs> yeah. but it was totally worth it. Cause that line is always long. Mm-hmm. Um, very fun. The theming's the, great. And the theming is of a piece with the full land. It's yeah. it's really creative, really well executed for a theme that doesn't require nearly as much expense as an alien planet yeah. <laughs> to compare it to the two alien planets. Uh. Toy Story Land is so charming because the theming is all like everything is set up as though Andy is playing with the toys and you are just a toy. Yeah. It's all stuff he built. And so it's like a shoebox with like his trapper keeper and mm-hmm. a book and like a board game. Like everything is built out of that stuff. Yeah. The, the fence holding you in the line queue is made of like uh, matching game cards and, uh, held up by Crayola crayons, which are your height. Or or like the... Um, viewfinder? The viewfinder things that actually have like real slides in yes! it so you can see it in the light. Real photo slides inside the massive viewfinder uh, discs. It's That's so the best good. touch. And of course, they're the d- actual Disney-themed, Disney movie viewfinder runs, because then they don't have to pay for licensing. <laughs> yeah. So we did that, and then we went and did Slinky Dog Dash. Uh, Slinky Dog Dash is a family roller coaster themed to, well, you're riding in Slinky Dog, the toy slash character. Yes. Uh, it's it's good. It's fun. Yeah, it's it's a nice introduction roller coaster for kids and families. Uh, it's really cute. They do a lot to play up the the two launches, especially the second launch when yeah. you're halfway through. Uh, so it's it's a fun experience. But like, we are a pair of people who did a road trip to ride Steel Vengeance. My thing with it is, it's our our coaster baseline is off. <laughs> well, it's super cute. Would I want to wait in the line mm-hmm. that it has to mm-hmm. ride it? Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Will I fast pass it if I have a random fast pass? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's super cute. I think my favorite thing was the uh, safety voices and yes. when it switched to Spanish. Yes. And, like, the, um, 
Slinky Dog, the character, is voiced by the late Jim Varney. Yeah. Uh, but they have a Jim Varney impersonator who's just uncanny. Yes. And uh, it keeps the same voice even yes. when he switches to Spanish. Bienvenidos. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> actually, one of my favorite things about all the like safety stuff, on a lot of actually different rides throughout mm-hmm. Disney, but especially there was like in Toy Story Land, like all of them was like how themed it was. Yes. And these cute little themed videos. Yeah, the videos in Toy Story Land and that the three lo- rides all have the same visual style. like Where it uses like little toy figurines little, yeah, to like be the people. And- Playmobil knockoff looking. And mm-hmm. it's the exact same people with the same backpacks. They call your anything you're carrying your accessories. Yes. You have to stow your accessories. It's so cute. Very good. Like every, all those little details are mm-hmm. what makes Toy Story Land really cute and yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. One of my favorite things was the bathrooms. Of course. It had the cutie toys, which I like totally- uh, Cooties, like, yeah. Cooties, yeah. The cootie toys, which I like totally forgot about which, existing. I mean, yeah. Gotta wash your hands. Bathroom cooties. Yeah, it's yeah, so cute. I get it. We also later in the day rode alien spinning saucers. Yes. Which uh, was cute and fun and, and carnival-y. Yeah, it's it's a flat ride. It The experience is sort of tilt-a-whirl-ish. Yeah. But with an element of randomness. Yes. Yes. Which makes it- very fun for what a mm-hmm. mild ride it is. It's like a Tilt-A-Whirl got crossed with an egg scrambler in the way you're doing sort of a figure eight or, or spirograph kind of motion yeah. across the whole track. Yeah. It's cute. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, apparently that's a ride system that's becoming very popular across Disney parks worldwide, used as a different theme in different parks everywhere. Kind of like how Dumbo is also dinosaurs in Animal Kingdom and- uh, Flying carpets. Flying carpets. Yeah. 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 Which we wrote all of those. We did all the Dumbos. Nope. Yep. We didn't do a space Dumbo in Tomorrowland. We didn't. We missed one. We missed one. That's the really fast one. They really yes. get you going with some RPMs. Yes. <laughs> um, but then it was, uh, the boarding groups were getting up there. So we decided, hey, let's head over, start going into Galaxy's Edge, because we are going to be so crazy that mm-hmm. we need some time to just get to where we need to be. Yes. So let's talk about Galaxy's Edge. It's the best f***ing thing ever. Can I move there? Can I live there? I love it. I love it so much. Okay, so everything I said about Pandora and how overwhelming it was, every little detail, just the craftsmanship, times 10. Yes. It's amazing. It puts Pandora to shame. And Pandora practically puts nearly every other land in every other park on property to shame. Uh Uh-huh. It's just head and shoulders. The detail and the thought process and how every little thing in Galaxy's Edge is freaking perfect. The story of Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. Uh, which you can find in any number of tie-in novels and comic books, and they really made a push on this land, uh, is that there there is a sleepy, off-the-beaten-path the outpost on a planet called Batu, the Black Spire Outpost. Uh, a resistance spy named V. Marathi uh, scouted as a place for the resistance to, to lick its wounds and rebuild itself following the events of The Last Jedi. They listen, they have a base there in the wilderness just outside uh, the, the outpost, but the Empire sniffing around, today is the day Supreme Leader uh, uh, Kylo Ren has arrived to, to root out these rebels and take things into his own hand. Mm-hmm. That is the, the story of the land, and it is reinforced so many ways and oh, yeah. so many subtle touches all through everything. Yeah. There's a stage show that pretty much says all that very explicitly. Yeah. But you don't need to catch it to know that. You, you sort of get the sense in where the, the characters are hanging out yeah. and the routes they take. And uh, it's all entirely 100% in character. You will not find a Ray meet and greet. You will find Ray doing her business as a member of the Resistance. Yes. 
you'll find her like taking little girls by the hand to spy on stormtroopers, which is the most adorable thing in the world. Yes. Or like taking notes, looking at uh, the the Millennium Falcon or the X Wing outside the Resistance or outpost, or randomly meeting up with Chewie or, on a corner, and yeah. then they walk off together to go do whatever they need to do. Yeah. Or V, the the other face character for the Resistance, going and spying and lurking. We we saw her so many times lurking behind a corner or climbing yeah. up on one of the the giant Black Spire outpost is named for. Uh, being among a forest of petrified wood. Yes. And so one of the spires is a blackened petrified tree trunk. Yeah. Yeah. So just hanging around one of those petrified trees. Yeah. So cool. It's so, it's good. so cool. You know, and it all comes down to like things like, you know, the cast members basically talk to you in a different way. Yes. It's, it's like code. Any yes. conversation you have, they cannot talk about the outside world. Your, your magic band is a data band in here. Yeah. Uh, we talk. You're, you're, uh, the way you're greeted. You're charged in credits. <laughs> yeah. One lady was definitely talking to us about her car, but she's talking about her transport. Yeah. And she's like, if you understand what I mean, and it's like, yes, <laughs> yes I do. Yes. I, I love this language game we're playing. <laughs> I Personally, I love it. Also. Bathrooms? Well, I was going to talk okay. about the cast member okay. costumes. They have the coolest costumes. If I could buy the cast member costumes, mm-hmm. I would just wear them. They are so cool, so interesting. I love like how it's like all combination-y. And yeah. Unique. Every other cast member costume is a costume. Yes. P- people who work on the uh, Skyliner dress like this. Yeah. People who do this ride dress like this. Galaxy's Edge cast have wardrobes. Yes. They have pieces they can mix and match and choose how to wear on their own. Yes. And there's definitely certain elements, like certain colors of vests that are definitely yeah. worn by people who work over here at this attraction or in this area. But it's still all completely, like, customizable and pieced together mm-hmm. that it really looks like this is the clothing that is sold here. Yes, this and is And they their went life. and picked out their stuff. And, like, cast members are encouraged, and, and many do, come up with a character. What brings you to Batu? Were you born here? Were you marooned here? Yeah. It's really neat. Mm-hmm. But yes, the bathrooms <laughs> are so cool. Everything is like weathered and yeah. worn. And they have like those Dyson like hand dryers that you like have to slide your hands through. But they're all like mounted on this lattice of pipes. Yes. Yeah. And like it's like a trough sink and mm-hmm. stuff like. You know, like a baseball game. I I never got, I didn't want to be the creeper taking pictures in the bathroom, but all I wanted was pictures of those bathrooms. <laughs> They're so good. We now have a canonical depiction of a large restroom in Star Wars. Oh, the first one. And just things like the trash cans and mm-hmm. the, the people that are selling Coke and what yes. their things look Excuse like. Excuse me, the droids that are selling Coke. <laughs> the, the Coke uh, uh, carts are uh, dragged around by R5 units. Yes. <laughs> it's so good. Let's talk about, I guess, food first. Food. Okay. We didn't eat... That's not true. We ate a fair amount of the food. We did. Yeah. We um, we got Ronto wraps yes. for lunch one day, um, and those are freaking delicious. Yes. One of the best things we ate. Your, you said earlier your favorite quick service meal we had. I'm, I think it might have been. I'm going to say second, but like, mm, real close. I'm actually really upset. So like the second day we had at Hollywood Studios, we did not eat... In Galaxy's Edge. Oh boy, I wish we did. I'm so mad we didn't, because we'll talk about that gross food later. (laughs) I wish I would have tried the chicken wrap they had, which Mm -hmm. also sounded really good. Um, But the Ronto wrap, it's like a pita with a sausage uh, and then like pork slices and a slaw. Mm -hmm. It's freaking delicious. And like you said, there's a chicken version. I believe there is a meatless version as well. Uh, So good. We both got the pork on pork one. Yeah. So. (laughs) 
loved it. And then we also tried some of the desserts. Yes. On our second day, we tried some of the desserts in the uh, larger quick service. Yes. The Ronto Wrap stand is basically a stand. Yes. While Docking Bay 7 is a, a larger restaurant with two uh, dining rooms and an outdoor patio yeah. uh, that it's, is all themed to a, a docking bay. There, there's cargo yeah. containers turned into booths and there's it's, it's amazing. It's still a quick service place, but more more of a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a couple desserts there that were very good. Yes. Uh, in the style of a sphere with several uh, c- textures contained within. Yes. And one tastes a lot like passion fruit. <laughs> Who knew? Both delicious, though. Very good. We, we also tried uh, the blue milk. We did. I got a blue milk. Blue milk is good while it stays frozen. Yeah, that's the thing. I did not know that it was frozen. It's a race to the bottom on that blue milk. And that was actually one of the th- reasons why, like, I didn't know it was frozen. And I was very leery about it. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, if I would have known it was frozen, I would have been much more into, like, getting this from the start. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, once it's not frozen, it's not good. <laughs> um, it's very fruity pebblesy. Yes. It's very fruity pebblesy. Yes. While being blue. <laughs> it's not bad. I don't know if it's really good. <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah, like if there was a float, maybe put some ice cream in there. Or blend it with some other flavors. Maybe the alcoholic the one alcoholic is more worth it. The alcoholic one might be better. I would try it again. I yeah. would get it again. Yeah. Is it something you get and like, man, I want a blue milk to quench my thirst? No. I mean, yeah. it <laughs> It's an experience. It is for the experience. It's for the Instagram. Like, it is the one recognizable food in Star Wars. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we also did the cantina. Yes, we had uh, uh, drinks uh, reservations for Oga's Cantina. And that was a lot of fun. That was great. That was super fun. So amazingly themed. Mm-hmm. Um, you got an alcoholic drink. I got a boozy one. You got a virgin one. Yes. Yes. Uh, mine was really cool because it had, um, what do you call it? Dry ice. It had dry ice in it, so it was all bubbly. Yes. And it had boba, of course. So you just space see boba. it going and going and going yeah. the whole and way through. And little boba bubbles are bouncing. Yeah, yeah. It and was really cool. Mine was really good. My, uh, it was one of the stronger drinks I had all week. Yeah. One just handy tip. Uh, if you're going to do alcohol in Disney World, mixed drinks are a mixed bag. You do not know. It, you know, it really goes from place to place. You're like, is this pure alcohol or does this even have alcohol? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You never know. I think the, my Yak and Yeti drink was the only one in the middle. I yeah. Like, everything else was pretty far on one end of those yeah. scales. The cantina was cool. It's just, it's so well themed. It has DJ. DJ Rex. DJ Rex is is spinning those tunes. Uh, Rex, who was the original uh, pilot of the Star Tours uh, attraction before they rethemed it, refurbed it to to have uh, C-3PO be your pilot. Yeah. And it's super fun that they still have him. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Brought Paul Rubens back to do all his new lines. Yeah. (laughs) The reservation that you get for the cantina is for like an hour? Like an hour or 45 45 minutes. minutes. You don't need more. No. You yeah. really don't. They're, especially if you're at the bar where you're standing. Like <laughs> the, the menu is just a selection of drinks and they have a couple a snack couple things. A couple snacks, yeah. And I mean, they had a, at that time, they had a limit on how many um, drinks you could get. Questionable on whether they were enforcing it. Yeah, the people next to us didn't seem like they were enforcing <laughs> it on them. They definitely had a lot. But the I atmosphere mean, was great. It, it was, was so fun to just be there for like half an hour. So lively. There was a Gungan drinking song on the playlist uh, during our, our short time in there. I love the behind the bar area oh. where like every 
like, you know, oh, that's carbonated water and that's all these different things, but they have it designed so mm-hmm. well and things like it makes it look like the boba is actually like eggs from this from, monster that or like yes. this alien that's in a in a little know, terrarium. Yes. Yeah. Um, and things like that. They just are wonderful. So yeah, you, you use a good portion of your, your time in there just drinking your drink, enjoying it and having a fun time. And then the last five to 15 minutes is just running around and taking selfies from every corner of oh this incredibly, incredibly decorated space. I took so many pictures in Galaxy's Edge. I'll probably try to put some of our um, pictures up on our History Honey's Instagram. Yes. Yeah. Uh, like, so many pictures, especially of like the morning of the first day, yeah. are just of me pointing at things yes. with this incredible look on my face. Yes, it's the th- it's the thing. It's the thing right from the thing. Yeah, it's exactly the thing. I was expecting to be overwhelmed. Uh-huh. I was not expecting to be this overwhelmed. Everything suggests a story to it. Like there are lampshades made from the domes of astromech droids. And that's just an incredible thought. And it says something about the person who owns the junk shop that this is uh, out back of. Yeah. And all the little paths and the way it's laid out like a spaceport would theoretically be. Because like the, the center of the spaceport area is the Millennium Falcon ride because it's in port. Yeah. But adjacent to that is uh, the the, uh, droid shop, which is themed to a droid repair shop. It is a big uh, uh, droid-themed gift shop. Yeah. uh, And and then behind that is, you know, the the back of the junkyard. And the junkyard was, of course, supporting the droid shop, which is supporting the the travelers. But in the junk shop is where the uh, uh, build-your-custom lightsaber thing is because it's a secret in the basement. Yeah. (laughs) And everything unfolds that way. Yes. Again, the details. So, like, one of my favorite things where they had, like, the pod racers. Yes. And you realize that they are freaking floating. Uh, oh, the the, um, the the land speeder repair yes. bay. Yeah. Yes. They're floating. Yeah. They're not touching the ground. <laughs> and, like, you realize, like, I figured out how they're doing it. Mm-hmm. But it's so good. Uh, it's such an amazing detail that it's something like if I didn't crouch down to look underneath, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have freaking noticed. Like, who's going to be down there? But they did it. Good, good theming. Good theme park work is, is all about having something to see anywhere you look. Yes. Galaxy's Edge is just a whole other planet, essentially, yeah. of, of that, that um, philosophy. It's incredible. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk merchandise. Oh my gosh, the shopping stuff is so cool. I wanted to buy everything. The, most of the shopping is in a place called The Marketplace, which is... And the, the Marketplace is essentially one big store with lots of checkout lines. I'm sure that is how they qualify it, you know, when, when Disney is running their books. But what it is in story is it's a lot of locals who make a thing and sell it to passersby. Yeah. It, it's like an open-air mall. Yeah, so there, there's, you know, the clothing place mm-hmm. there the toy shop the toy, the shop, toy shop is my is... absolute favorite because every single toy in there mm-hmm. like there's no plastic everything is made out of like wood or fabric mm-hmm. metal clay like it's all like handmade type looking stuff yes and uh the the toys are made by the toy maker the, the shop's name is the toy darian toy maker yeah and you can like see the shadow through the window oh, of, of the her, toy maker working. working yeah it's so like I wanted absolutely everything in that shop. Mm-hmm. Everything. Yeah, we only got one thing. There. We only got um, it's a little like figure wood figurines of R two D two and C three PO that you can like. It's like those like artist figurines that you pose to like yes, sketch. It's exactly like those. Um, they had a bunch of different ones. But it's a for robot. Them. 
<laughs> they had like the plushies were. I really wanted a plushie. The plush figures like, were very very good. The Jabas, not Jabas. Jawas. Jawas. There we go. Yeah. The Jawas. They had like a little wooden like jawa mm-hmm. vehicle that then had little like wooden jawa figurines yes. that came out of the middle yeah the, the sand was, crawler yeah. i love that uh the the creature stall was really cool too yeah this is a place where you would buy toys of star wars animals but you aren't buying toys of star wars animals you're adopting, you're adopting a pet into your family yes <laughs> and so like and they you don't all get a bag you get a little carrier for your animal yeah and the the tag uh, tells you you know their diet and the sort of climate they're used to, so you can give them a proper home. Yes. Oh, so good. I, I think one of the most uh, impressive stores one one I mentioned a few minutes ago is the Droid Depot. Yeah. Uh, the Droid, droid Depot store. is home to a build your own droid experience. Yes. Which is. A lot of money, but you get like a remote control, fully interactive droid with like its own personality chip yes. that interacts with stuff around the land, which is that, cool. That you design. We did not do this. Did not do that, but it's adjacent to, you know, the, the rest of the store is all droid themed merchandise. Yeah. And so there is a restraining bolt keeping our fridge uh, uh, on the straight and narrow. Yes. <laughs> that I was just like, I, I can't not get the restraining bolt it's so magnet. Cute. It's so good. We also got a patch. I got a Batu patch. Yes, because um, uh, something we didn't mention that I think we should, because it'll come up in oh, a lot yeah. of stories, is you started working on a, a travel backpack for us. Yes, and so it has different patches from places we've traveled, um, including the Mars Cheese Castle mm-hmm. and uh, Cedar Point. And soon, when we get around to sewing, Batu. Yes, <laughs> yeah. uh, our Cedar Point Iron Dragon patch got us a lot of attention on this trip, including later this day. Yes, uh, from a cast member in Star Tours. Yes. Oh my gosh, she like held the line so he could talk to us. Yeah, uh, a, a coaster fan himself. He's really excited for Iron Guazi coming to a uh, Bush Gardens, Tampa. Yeah, uh, but we met many a people due to that patch, it's and they're true. being like. You, you guys like Cedar Point? <laughs> yes, we do. And many also people being affectionate towards Iron Dragon. Iron Dragon in particular, yeah. We didn't We didn't buy much. Like, those are the no. only things we bought. We tried to be very good. We, we tried to be very good boys and girls. Yes. So um, it's time, I think, to talk about attractions. Okay. Are we going to talk about... we got to talk about Millennium Falcon first. Smuggler's, Smuggler's Run. Run. We did it four times. Four times. So Smuggler's Run, you cannot get fast passes. Well, you could not get fast passes for. They have since now... When they were open doing that. <laughs> um, but they have it such a well-oiled machine, the line was never over 65 minutes. It was always between 55 and 65 minutes the entire day. <laughs> it's amazing. All day, both days. Yes, um, incredible. Smuggler's Run is a simulation ride. An, in, a, an interactive simulator. Yes. Yes. The, uh, a deeply interactive simulator. It, it's People who are like, oh, it's just like Star Tours. Bullshit. <laughs> no, it's not just like it. First off, really cool, well-themed queue. Okay? Yes. Okay. I want to talk um, about the queue. I don't okay. want to just yada yada the queue. Okay. Uh, the, the story of the ride is that while the Resistance is here, they are loaning out the Millennium Falcon to uh, senior citizen smuggler Hondo Onaka. Yes. One of my favorite characters from the Clone Wars and Rebels TV shows, but I'm so glad to see him in person because he's a big old latest generation animatronic now. Yeah. And he is hiring on crew to go do some smuggling runs for him to make some profit, some kickbacks to uh, the, the Resistance. Good for everybody. Yeah. And so the queue is you going through the repair bay uh, 
up these gangplanks winding around uh, uh, engines under repair in, in the, the docking bay. And parts of it are also just going under the Millennium Falcon. Yes, you get and, such a good look at it. And okay. going just barely over the Millennium Falcon, looking out over a balcony. We didn't really talk that much about the fact that there's just a full-on Millennium Falcon oh. right there. It is the coolest freaking thing. There might be more pictures of it than us in it, our albums. It's incredible everyone like stops in their track when they come around the corner and Mm -hmm, see it mm -hmm. and being able to like go through this queue where you can like get really really close to it and the way all the buildings are arranged to make unveiling moments on any of the approaches toward it it never just like pops out like ahead of time you have to get to a certain point from any direction to be able to see it there's always a metaphorical curtain being drawn But yeah, the queue is so good for seeing it up close and from mm-hmm. different angles and from above and below. And and like there are, uh, there's voiceover from the repair workers in this bay when you're in the interior part yeah. doing bits. And like the there are scenes of, of, you know, the day-to-day work people are doing. It reminded me of the Pirates of the Caribbean queue a lot, actually. Yeah. And like the engines that they're testing and working on light up and make noise and you see like the different ways they're broken as you go through. And I think some of those quotes as the years go on will be like classic park fan quotes. Yeah. There's good stuff in this queue. Well, and then you also like, like Chewie is suddenly then under the Millennium Falcon, yes. like doing checks. Yes. And you're just like standing there like, oh my God, he's right there. He's, he's, right there. he's the guy. He's he's in it. It's Chewbacca. <laughs> yeah. Because it is a living, in-character, 100% land. Yes, so it's like, even if you were to stand in that queue five times in a row, like, there's a chance that what you're seeing will be different. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the queue, you find the Hondo animatronic who gives you the skinny. Uh, He's got his own droid, who I love. Love a good droid. He's a sassy one. Yeah. Uh, And then you get brought into uh, uh, the the final bit of the line. And here's an amazing bit of uh, uh, theming. Your final approach the part where you're supposed to be boarding the Millennium Falcon, the the walkway you stand on has a bit of a give and wobble to it. Yeah. The same as the gangway to get onto the airplane. Yeah. Like an actual airplane yeah. from the gate. Yeah. Oh, so good. So good. And then, so what happens is you get assigned a role yes. in the crew. So Left pilot, right pilot, mm-hmm. engineer and gunner. Two engineers, two gunners. Yes. So there's six people. Given three jobs, but really four, because yes. left and right pilot do different things. Yes. But that, so uh, you can't have more than six people flying, mm. basically. That's we, all that fl- fits in the cockpit. We've all seen the movie. Yeah. It only fits six people. It only people. has six. It's a perfect recreate. The chair. I'm the only person in the world who has a thing for the headrest of the chairs in the third row of seats in the Millennium Falcon cockpit. Yeah. But I swear, I really love the headrest on the seats in the back row of chairs in the Millennium Falcon cockpit. So we were assigned gunners. Yeah, our first run was gunners. Gunners, yes. So like you you get your assignment and then you go into the Millennium Falcon. Oh. And it's the the main area. <laughs> like there is the table where they play games and here's mm-hmm. all the stuff storage and like you don't get a lot of time but you get some time to kind of look around because yes. you, you have to wait for them to call your color. Luke's helmet and the remote is there. Every prop you would expect there are porgness all through the hallways. I mean, there's a lot in the the hangar bay. So, like, I guess the story is the invasive species has been brought to Batuu by the Falcon. Yeah. Great story right there. Uh, The only thing I wish I could have seen but didn't, like, remember to look if when I had the chance is the uh, uh, rebreather masks Velcroed to to that bit of wall (laughs) from Empire Strikes Back and Force Awakens. Yeah. I, I bet they're there, but there are two doors out. And whenever... 
I think I, we only took the the door that would have gone past it one time, and I forgot all about it. Yeah. What happens is the crew members like call up your color, and they get you in line. They're like, "Okay, this is what pilots do, and mm-hmm. gunners do, and engineers do." Okay, you got it. Go, mm-hmm. and they like lead you down a hall, and then you're greeted by someone else who gets you safety belted in to mm-hmm. your cockpit. You are now the crew. Yeah, you are. There's no. You are locked in. You are there, and you are the crew. And you have you to. You and probably some strangers. Yes, unless you're in a group of six, I guess. Yeah, there, there's all these buttons and things light up. Every button but, clicks. Every switch flips. Yes, and you. What you are doing is not just randomly hitting stuff or hitting stuff because it's lighting up and doesn't actually do anything. It actually affects what you do. Mm-hmm. It actually messes with the experience you as riders are feeling. You yep. are flying. You are actually shooting. Mm-hmm. Etc. You are feeling every bump that comes from either something the gunners didn't shoot in time or something the pilots ran you into. Which we ran into a lot of things because our pilots were really awful. Yes. The pilots on our first one are bad. And so what you're trying to do is um, get the cargo. Yes. That is the whole thing and people are after you. As much cargo as possible. Yes. Within a certain like. Within the frame. length of the run. Yeah. And you're, you're stealing it from a first order transit shipment. Mm-hmm. So TIE fighters are coming at you. They don't want you stealing yeah. their junk. Um, and there's actually, like, we didn't know it at the time, but there are actually two settings for... Auto-aim and manual aim. Yes. Didn't know that. So auto-aim gunner, which is the only way we did gunner, I think might be my least favorite of the four jobs. I don't know if mine was auto-aiming, because I got it really <laughs> bad on that one. <laughs> I, I might have accidentally turned it off. I'm not sure. Uh, but let, let's talk about all four jobs. Yeah. So, well, again, we did it four times. Mm-hmm. Two times we did it together. The second time we both got... We did it three times together. Yes. So the second time we waited in line again the full time, we got pilots. Um, you you were right pilot. I was left pilot. Yeah. The, the pilot on the right-hand side does your left-to-right movement, and the pilot on the left does your up-and-down movement. Yes, and the pilot on the right gets to do the... Um, Jump to light speed. Yes. Which is why I was like, you can do it. I know. Like, if we don't get to do pilot again, like, you need to do it. Uh, um, while pilot on the left gets to do brakes and, and short-term boosts. Yes. So you gotta, like, you gotta work together. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's every- very cooperative. Yes. Pilot's pretty hard. Pilot's pretty hard. Pilot's pretty hard. A lot of fun, though. Especially, th- this is where we're uh, compatible. I prefer right, you prefer left. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so we did that. And then we did single rider line the mm-hmm. third time, and we were just like... Expecting to be split up, because that's how single rider works. They, they pepper a person or two in to, yep. to fill cockpits as needed. Well, we actually got to go together. We wound up, and not only and together, but getting pilot, which is rare. Yes, and so we swapped sides, so mm-hmm. we could both try them. It was, the thing that was weird is there were only three of us. That's right. Because that's the one where we had one other lady with us, and she was also trying to get pilot, but we were not giving it up. Because <laughs> it was like her fifth time or something. And what happens is if you don't have everyone else, it, it does like an automatic person for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Hondo hooks you up with some droids yeah. to, to pick up the slack. So we did that one. And I feel like those, aside from the first ride where the people we were with crashed us a lot. Yes. The ride experiences were pretty much the same. Yeah. Like the like we, we pretty much got as far, we got a little bit farther. We got like a second crate when mm-hmm. that third time we did it. But for the most part, like we got just as far as we did. Yeah. Not too much changed. So then the fourth time we did it. We, That's when we were separate. We were separate. You were with a family with young children. I was with a family of five. The oldest child was maybe seven. And they got to drive. They, the two, yeah, two of the kids drove. Mom and the really, really tiny child were the shooters. And the tiny child freaked the f*** out. 
Uh, Dad and I were both engineers. Uh, while I was likewise engineering mm-hmm. with a different group of strangers. Yes. Engineering's fun. It's fun. The way engineer works is every time something happens to mess you up, you got to fix the ship. And you have to uh, punch in a, a series of buttons to, to do the fixing. You kind of watch less what's going on because exactly. you have more to do. Your gaze is taken away from, you know, the, 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 the windshield. <laughs> yeah. The thing that was really interesting with that ride for me mm-hmm. is um, obviously we didn't do very good because <laughs> lots of children. My cockpit did great. That was the highest scoring run I got. <laughs> yeah. Well, so the thing that was really interesting, though, is like, okay, we didn't do very well. It ended, we got an extra scene. Yeah, you told because me about we, this. Like, I, I don't know if it's that we ended too soon or like whatever the timing is, because obviously there's a lot of different pods of all these people going on. Mm-hmm. And they have to time it so that way people aren't like coming out on each other. Right. So whatever the timing was, we got a whole nother scene happen of where like as we're coming back to the planet, something goes down and like it's automatically doing things. Had not seen it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh. This is actually really cool. We like I'm experiencing something completely different yeah. than what we had. I'm a little jealous, but on the other hand, I did have my best score. Yeah. yeah, this ride scores you. Yeah. <laughs> something we haven't talked about because we didn't do much of it is the app integration with Galaxy's Edge. Mm-hmm. There's an app called Disney uh, Parks Play or something like that yeah. uh, that has things to do to keep you occupied in line mostly yeah it has like music integration so you can get playlists it has trivia games but it's mostly uh interactive a way to make interactive cues to to whittle away the minutes yeah. as you wait for your turn to ride but in galaxy's edge it goes uh above and beyond and is part of the story you can take jobs jobs are like you can uh hack into uh like antennas to either broadcast or stifle resistant signals. You can help people find things they're looking for and, and, and get uh, rewards from them. You, you can take out all sorts of jobs. Yeah. One of the jobs that it gives you is, is that's where you can log how much money a Hondo is paying you for how well you did on your smuggling runs. Yes. <laughs> and every time I went, I got a higher score. Yeah. So good for me. <laughs> <laughs> and what's really interesting is also when you come out, we mm-hmm. never came out the same way. That's true. It's so mind trick that like I didn't think we were always put into a different spot, but we right. definitely came out and like it was <laughs> things were like that was a really short walk out. Wow, this one's like winding. Did we take a wrong turn? <laughs> yeah. Like, when where's the exit? It makes me wonder like how many different rooms they have. Yeah. It's a phenomenal ride. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Loved it. And, Obviously, we did it four times. And that's their B-tier ride in this uh-huh. land. Uh-huh. <laughs> so the other ride, the one that we got their opening for two days in a row, uh, and since we've kind of combined our two days. So again, the first day we got boarding group, boarding seven. group seven. Wolf. The second day we did it. Boarding at, group 56. Yes. And it was also, so between day one and day two of going to Hollywood Studios, they changed Park Open. Park Open yep. was no longer seven. It was now eight. So we got there a little you know, we got there at 7.15 instead of 6.15. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, did everything exactly the same, got a completely much later boarding group. They also were guaranteeing a much smaller number, mm-hmm. and they had definitely some slowdowns through the day. Yeah, there there were several points through the day where the ride was just stopped for an hour yeah. or more. So day one, which, we rode maybe around like 10 a.m. I don't know if that even happened our first day, because I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. We, we'd already ridden it. No skin off my nose. Day two, we rode at like... Six? We rode around dusk. Yeah. It was the sun was going down when we got in line, 
uh, it was well down when we left. Yes. Yeah. So, Rise of the Resistance. Oh. First thing I have to say, it's the best freaking ride yeah. I've ever experienced. It completely redefines what an attraction is. Yes. And in the best freaking way possible. Yes. It is an integration of several different ride systems. It's well, Part it, of it is a live show, in a well, sense. And here's what I want to say. If somehow you've lived your life so far without any Rise of Resistance spoilers, and you plan to go. Do it that way. Do it. Yeah. Don't listen to us <laughs> right now. I'm, do not do it. I'm gonna, because I was a lucky enough person that <laughs> I avoided every single freaking spoiler about it. <laughs> I am so glad. Mm-hmm. I am so glad I did that because it blew my freaking mind. Mm-hmm. It still would have been amazing. It was still amazing the second time. But there's something about not knowing what this is and especially what it is. Mm-hmm. So if you don't want spoilers, come back in like eight minutes. The way So you, you get called up, your boarding group's called, you go. You still have to wait in a queue. Mm-hmm. But it's, 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 it's a very fast moving one both, both yes. times in our experience. Um, it's not if you're one of the unlucky people who gets called up before it breaks down for an hour, I guess. <laughs> it's got really cool stuff to look at. Yes. It's got some really amazing, um, like, map. I wish the queue were slower. So you could look at it A little bit slower. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So there's, like, different it's, – it's very, like, you're going through a cave, right? Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you're winding through this cave, and then there'll be spots where there's, like, equipment that's stored and, like, suits that are stored. Mm-hmm. Um, so the story of the ride is you are new recruits. You, you have been inspired by the message of the Resistance, and you are signing up here on Batu. Yes. So, so basically, his job orientation gone wrong yeah. is, the, is the plot of Rise of the Resistance. And so, you know, again, you're seeing all this stuff. There's cool stuff to look at. And then eventually, you get into a room where you see BB-8. Yay, my so- best friend. Best buddy, 8. <laughs> and then Ray appears to you. Hologram Ray. She's off somewhere else. amazing. Um, and she, like, fills you in on, like, what's going on. Incredible, most realistic hologram. And so then you exit that room and you are outside. And you're outside! You're outside, and you board a transport. Mm-hmm. You get in the transport. It's so cool. It's, it's so cool. And then you begin to fly off planet to, to go to uh, the big resistance base, the, the one uh, as seen in Rise of Skywalker. Well, and what's really cool, so if you look towards the back of the ship, it's a window mm-hmm. out. And you see as you lift off, and then you're in space, and it's all changing. And if you yeah. look forward, and- you have... The, the view out through the cockpit. You have uh, your, your commanding uh, uh, officer and your pilot, yes. uh, who are both full animatronics. And even if you can't see around people's heads to see them, there are screens uh, and there are skylights that filter in the light from above. And changes like as you <laughs> enter yeah. space. Yes. And one thing to put here is like, so we did it twice on two different days. 10 a.m. and then as it's getting dusk, they change the light based on the time of day. Mm-hmm. It makes me wonder if they change it whether it's raining or not as well. Yeah, because like it was dimmer, it was dusk, mm-hmm. like it looked different. So cool! It's incredible. So then you simulate like the whole transport thing is so interesting. And so you end up getting um, attacked. Mm-hmm. You're you're trying to evade Poe and his wingmates, Poe Dameron, my the the hunky boy. Yeah, uh, is is trying to keep you clear, but you get caught in a tractor beam, and you're feeling all of this. This isn't just a screen show; it is a motion simulator. Like it feels real. Yes, and then so you're 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 taken aboard the ship, 
And and the door opens. The door that you came through. The door you came in opens, and now you're indoors. You're in a hangar bay, and it's mind blowing. And there is just stormtroopers lined up. Just a whole platoon. With, like, a giant window into space behind them. The way hangers in Star Wars are. Yes. Yeah, you can see the rest of the party that attacked you just drifting by in the background. It is mind-blowing. It's incredible. It's so good. To go from outdoors into a confined space, into a huge space, using the same door. So disoriented. Like, what just happened? Where am I? How did I get here? So So now you're prisoner. And now uh, you have First Order officers herding you down a hallway to get you to, to, you know, prisoner questioning, uh, uh, to to be processed and imprisoned. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) This is the point where it becomes interactive theater, in a sense, because you are technically waiting for the next ride vehicle to be ready. But in essence, you're being dressed down by First Order officers or just watching, watching your face. Is that a giggle? I'm going to mess with you. (laughs) Yes, they are... The first time especially, it was super intimidating. Yes, it was like, oh. yes. But the second time, the mood was broken a little bit. <laughs> because there was this old couple who paused and were like, hey, can you please take our picture in front of these stormtroopers? <laughs> and like, what's this cast member going to do? There's a de- Say no? There's a deck officer taking pictures of, of this guy who's uh, uh, with his turkey leg shirt. In front of all of these stormtroopers. It was amazing. We have found out that apparently there was a bathroom there. In the big hangar room, apparently. That, like, if you're like, I really need the bathroom, you can, like, get a sort, like, one of these guards to take you to. I wish I knew that on the second day. I was a little uncomfortable, personally. I would like to (laughs) see what it looks like. Could have used that. Uh, (laughs) So, uh, yeah, now you are in the hands of the First Order, and they put you in this, uh, uh little like holding cell yeah. this triangular with like harsh red lighting no not yet well well once they do yeah, yeah okay and uh there's no visible means of escape uh, except you know the door you came in i don't know if they're gonna pull that trick twice you have kylo ren and hux up on a balcony sneering at you about how they're gonna get the location of the rebel base out of you but then the the resistance slices open the wall next to you with a lightsaber and you're like, go, 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 get out. And they have reprogrammed the prisoner transport carts, the, the, the droids that drive them to take you off because part of the pre-show originally was that Finn and his commandos have infiltrated. And so that's why they're not here to greet you. Oh, good thing they've infiltrated. Now they're here to rescue me. Yes. Yeah. And, and so you get on those and you, you go and the droids lead you throughout the base. Yeah, and it's through, winding through the Star Destroyer, finding, trying to find you an exit. And this is the most traditional part of the ride. It's essentially a modern dark ride. Yeah. But a really fucking good it one. It is insane because the scale of stuff yes. you're, you're surrounded in changes so much. So that, like, suddenly you're, you know, you're just in this hallway and then all of a sudden you're under the AT-ATs. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, like full scale ones. Like, it's insane. And then you're in a different bunker. And firefights are breaking out from all around you from every angle. Yeah. And eventually Kylo Ren starts hunting you personally. Yes. And and there's all kinds of like power struggles there. Mm-hmm. And then at some point it becomes like a drop ride. Oh, yes. And yes. it just, there's just so much that happens. And eventually you get out. Yeah, yeah, your your droid steers you into an escape pod that uh, drops you back into atmosphere in the middle of this space battle that's broken out uh, outside the ship. Uh, and, and landing's not easy, gotta say, but any landing you can roll away from is a good one. <laughs> and you are in a hangar 
mm-hmm. uh, back yeah. on the planet. Yes. It, actually, uh, the hulk of a crashed ship. Yeah. 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 And Th- you're this, outside again. This derelict, moss-covered, old wrecked ship. Yeah, and, and yeah, you disembark outside, which is something any given ride could have done years ago, but no one has. Yeah. It's like Rise of the Resistance is this incredible mix between cutting-edge technology and really simple tricks to make things people just haven't done before. Yeah. It's so good. Mm-hmm. It's all-engrossing. That, that point I said about there's always something to look at in every direction – even more so than the land at large, it's true in Rise of the Resistance. Yeah. Well, and there's so many special effects that, like, after the first time you read it's like, okay, I know there's, like, a simple explanation for how they did that, but I cannot for the life of me figure out how they did it. <laughs> and then, like, we, like, we read a bunch of stuff later about mm-hmm. what stuff was, and it was like, oh my god, that makes like, so much sense, but, like, going, cannot. Going out the door you came in, easiest trick in the world, the yes. way they do it. But it's amazing. Yeah. It is phenomenal. It is completely worth getting there at opening for. That's why we did it twice. Yes. <laughs> I could, would have done it more if I could. Mm-hmm. It's not possible. It's so good. There are also other things in this park. <laughs> there are. Uh, oh, do you want to talk about Galaxy's Edge at Night? Galaxy's Edge at Night is so cool. <laughs> it's so pretty. It's yes. so beautiful. It might, like, it's, it's not the total transformation that Avatar has with its bioluminescence. Yeah, but it's but it's prettier than uh, Pandora, actually. The feel of it mm-hmm. is so interesting and so unique. And we actually encountered something really cool um, the second day we were there when we were there at night. There was a photographer out. We were really obsessed with taking pictures by the doorways. Yes. In, like, all the doorways. This was something we were doing on our own. And we, we were, like... We tried to get every PhotoPass person <laughs> in Galaxy's Edge, no matter where they were yeah. or what they were doing. But you and I were, like, on our own, just taking pictures in front of doorways. Yes. And, like, we were walking by, and we saw that there was a photographer, and he was taking pictures of some people who were definitely, like, Star Wars bounding. And we didn't... And they had lightsabers, and we were like, oh, those are probably, like, ones they bought or something. But it'd be cool to get a picture in front of the doorway at night. Yeah. Those were actually props that the photographer had. So, yeah. So we got some really cool pictures mm-hmm. at night with glowy lightsabers. Uh, and, of course, it being night and in a bit of a secluded hutch that the recessed doorways of Star Wars provide, like, most of the illumination is from the, the blades, from yeah. the, the lightsabers. Oh, so good. So good. Every Everything about it is amazing. Mm-hmm. But we should probably move on because otherwise we're just going to talk about it yep. more. Hollywood Studios as a whole has a bit of a reputation and something we've talked about yeah. in its ep- the episode of its history as being uh, uh, lackluster as a whole. Yeah. Uh, just a, a theme park in search of a unifying theme ever since the, the studio parts were closed. Mm-hmm. While it's still technically true, the strength of all of the lands, I love every land in Hollywood Studios. Hollywood Studios is a very strong park now. Yeah, yeah. It's really got a lot more going for it. There, there were things we didn't do because we like filled our time so much with just being immersed in certain places. Yeah, uh, the, the uh, Sunset Boulevard region, I just love. Yeah, to to look at the buildings there, and it's all just shopping. Several food stalls we never got anything from, and at the end is Tower of Terror and Rock and Roller Coaster. That's all it really is. But I just love the look of it and the the feel of it. So much of it is just like yeah, like yeah. this feels. So fun to be in. It, it's similar to the effect that Galaxy's Edge had on me, but without my religious reverence for Star Wars. Yeah. And being a place on Earth. Yeah. So we did um, some of the outside Galaxy's Edge character meet and greets in yes. the two days we were there. there. You could go meet BB-8. You could meet Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. Um, Chewbacca. Chewbacca. We did all those. 
Uh, between one day or the other, yes. Yeah. I'm kind of combining my, yeah, my yeah. some of the things. Cause and those are fun. I And those are fun. Star Wars Launch Bay, which is the name of the building they have it. It, it used to be the animation studio. Yeah. Uh, is a fun little place. It, it's full of a certain number of props, but it mostly is just the meet and greet. Mm-hmm. One of the stores where you can get some things that were meant to be Galaxy's Edge exclusive, but <laughs> demand is so high, they some things made it out. Yeah. Also, things you can get that say Galaxy's Edge because it would break story to call it Galaxy's yeah, Edge you can't in find, Galaxy's Edge. You can't find anything that says Galaxy's Edge within it. <laughs> you can get things that say Black Spire Outpost and Batu. Yes. Because that doesn't break story. We do a lot of walking around, making mm-hmm. sad faces at Mickey's Runaway Railroad because we can't ride it. It was originally projected to open like winter 2019, push back uh, little by little, and it just opened, what, two weeks after our trip? Uh-huh. I yeah. was pissed. We did uh, a fair number of shows. Do you want to talk about live shows at uh, Hollywood Studios? So, yeah. Since we're combining our days, we did um, – our second day, we did – the Beauty and the Beast live show, mm-hmm. which never seen before. That's a treat. It is charming. <laughs> it's alarming how charming it is. It's alarming. It's a little alarming and charming. Like so, the, the way it works is uh, you have you know live actors performing every role, but for all of the uh, enchanted objects in the castle, they're in full head to toe costume. <laughs> yes, like foam means- costumes. And so they cut in cast recordings from the film. So mm-hmm. you, you hear Jerry Orbach, you, you, you know? Yeah. For everybody else who plays humans, it's their actual actor's voice live on stage. Yeah. It's, it's a, a weird mix. It is. Maurice not in it. Apparently that's the way to, to squeeze down the story. Uh, Maurice isn't in it. Belle goes to the, the castle and never leaves. It- <laughs> it's a little strange. Yeah. It was, it was okay. The dancing was a lot of fun. Yeah. And for a live stage show, that's what you want. Yeah. Really fun dancing. Yeah. Uh, Good way to get out of the heat. We did the Frozen sing-along, which I actually thoroughly enjoyed. Because they have really bad jokes. Yes, they have two, like, hosts. Mm-hmm. And they're awful. The, and I love them. They are the Royal Historians of Arendelle, here to present here to present the, the Royal uh, Anthems of Arendelle to uh, ye citizens of Hollywoodland. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was funny. It was very goofy. It was much better than I thought it would be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and kids still go nuts oh for those gosh. songs. Oh my god. Oh, they love it. We did that. Let's, what other... We saw the Star Wars stage show. We did. We saw most of the Star Wars sh- stage show. That was fine. The The format is they have... Uh, well, it starts with a parade, actually. Yeah. <laughs> where they get all of the characters who will be in it from the back of the park up to the stage in the very center of the park. Uh, but the show itself is a big clip show that goes from theme to theme, and then a character comes out that fits that theme and does a bit of choreography, a bit of light pyro, and then they, they go away until a big finale when they all come out together. Yeah. And it's primarily, I think everyone but Ray is a masked character of some kind. Yeah. So you've got Vader and Kylo Ren, but with the mask. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Boba Fett, Chewbacca. People that just anybody can be, and also Ray. Yeah. Yeah. So, the kids loved it. Kids loved it. Uh, it was more fun than I expected. I didn't mind. Like, it started with us just being caught in traffic. Yeah. And also having a snack that we wanted to eat. Yeah. <laughs> Might as well stand and eat it instead of walk and eat it. And we wound up enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the craziest thing with that is that the stage they use for it 
they take down every night. Yes. Because they have um, laser projection light shows and fireworks that they do mm-hmm. on the like Chinese theater. Yes. Um, and they do two shows. They do one that's like kind of classic Disney animation. Mm-hmm. And then they do a later one that is Star Wars. Yes. We caught the Star Wars one and it was amazing. <laughs> Yeah, it's essentially the same uh, setup as that daytime show, but without live actors. Yeah. But with a much, much grander scale. They pick, like, such amazing scenes Mm -hmm. to use, and then they do, like, laser lights, so it looks like the X-Wing is actually, you know, shooting at something, and it's, like, shooting across the plaza that everyone's standing in. And then there was, like, this crazy, like, fire shooting out when there was an explosion that was so hot that my face was melting, even though I was, like, 100 feet away. They they used it twice. They used it for the Death Star laser and uh, a Starkiller base laser. So good. So, so yeah, it, it feels like being right next to a fire, but, yeah, you are... At least a hundred yards away yeah. from where the fire actually is. I cannot imagine that safe, but they do it twice a night. I don't know. Wow. It was really neat. Like I like, I'm really glad we saw that I one. I was hooping and hollering. I was cheering while we yeah. ate our massive ice cream sandwiches. <laughs> There's a really great place to get ice cream. It's called Hollywood Scoops. You can get homemade cookie ice cream sandwiches. Mm-hmm. And it's great. And they're, they're huge. And it's one snack credit, baby. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it's also like one of the few places where you can get hand scooped ice cream and not just soft serve. Yes, which is nice to know. Yeah. So that was really cool. I didn't really know kind of like what to think about that show leading up to it. And I'm mm-hmm. super glad we did it. I was hooting and hollering. I was, I was cheering on my best friends. Yeah. Yay! Yay! Good guys. Boo! Bad guys. Um. Uh, there was a kid next to us that like like she was reacting so much, and then I remember like any time that it was the resistance she was like yeah 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 and like fist bump in the air and i was like i love it i love this i have to say i appreciated that it's slightly out of date yeah and that any a rise of skywalker material is from the original teaser trailer yep thank you <laughs> glad that glad about that which is the best parts of the rise of skywalker yeah speaking of we should talk about star tours we did it uh we did it twice <laughs> yes and star tours is uh a simple motion simulator, a non-interactive motion sim, uh, that has a randomized path. You have a whole lot of things that could happen first, and then a whole lot of middle bridge things, and a whole lot of things that could happen second, except when they're trying to promote a new thing. Yes. (laughs) So the two times we did it were exactly the same, except for which audience member uh, happened to be the the resistant spy that they were worried about. So that was a little... Can you imagine if that was the same? That would have been a weird <laughs> one in a million <laughs> shot. Again, too? God, we did have such weird... Um, we kept running into the same people. We did. There was a family um, on, on that our, we, we shared the Skyliner with one time. That we... That we sat next to the, the day bef- uh-huh, night before at, at dinner. Yeah, and then we like ran into them again the next day at a different park. And yeah. like that happened a couple times and it was bizarre. I think they were staying in our resort, they were, or was it the one across the lake? I think they were in I ours. I think they were in ours, yeah. I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> um, what else? We did, uh, I mean, we did Rock and Roller Coaster once. We did, Not really a story there. Uh, we did three uh, Tower of Terror rides between yes. the two days. Love that ride. Yes. Love, love the- um, So good. Just the Twilight Zone brand. Can't yes. get enough of that. Um, we almost didn't do it the third time because you were getting worried we weren't going to make it out in time for the projection show. I and I getting, was like, no, we'll be fine. We got this. I was getting nervous about timing and I shouldn't have been. You we were totally right. had enough time. We had enough time to get ice cream and we got over there. Yes. <laughs> uh, it, it all worked out. I was just a little wound up. Yeah. But uh, our second ride, which was uh, 
it was our rope drop ride on our second Hollywood Studios day. Yes. It was one of the other times we met somebody who struck up a conversation based on our uh, uh, Iron Dragon patch. Yes, he actually works for Universal Studios. He's a ride engineer for Universal. He just got back from a trip to Japan, I believe a business trip uh-huh. related to uh, Nintendo Land. Yeah. He, he was a very good boy. He didn't say anything that could get him in trouble, except that you should be planning a trip to Nintendo Land right now. This is what we were told. It's going to be off the hook. You're going to love it. It's amazing, says yeah. the guy who's helping build it. Yeah. Right now might not be good advice. Yeah. But in general, I guess. Uh, um, Something that was really sad uh, shortly before our trip, they announced that Muppets 3D was going to be closed. So we did not get to go. It literally reopened the day after we left. The day after we left, it finished its reupholstering. I've never been so mad about something. Oh. <laughs> um, We did take in uh the new Muppets-themed restaurant, Pizzeria Rizzo. Pizza Rizzo. What a mistake. Themed adorably. Love the theming. My pizza was still stretchy. Yeah, yeah, not not the cheese part, the dough part. Half of my pizza was cooked, and half of it I could make another pizza out of. It was god-awful. Like, it was a Paul Hollywood comedy sketch, how raw this dough was. The worst. It was very bad. We should have got that Ronto wrap. Ronto wrap part two. Ronto wrap. I was very disappointed because I was so excited about the theme. And like it is like they have really fun pictures throughout where it's like yeah. kind of like traditional like Italian restaurant and like family photos, but they have yeah. like different Rizzo's the, family in them. The little league team that the restaurant sponsors. Yeah. All that sort of stuff. There's the, like a community bulletin board. The uh hall they rent out upstairs for uh uh wedding receptions. Yes. Just so, so chintzy but the perfect kind of chintzy for the theme. But the food was apparently was, I found out on a video the thing to get there is the antipasta salad. Yeah, the actual pizza, you know, no. that it's named for. No thank you. Well, and the little side Caesar salad we got was pretty awful too. Oh, so bad. Yeah. 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 Not it not as bad, but Oh, it's not good. The cannoli was alright. Cannoli, cannoli, cannoli was, was fine. <laughs> cannoli was fine. Um, I don't think there's really anything else really about Hollywood mm. Studios between their two days. One more people watching note. We okay. did we did a Mickey meet and greet on one of our Hollywood oh, Studios yeah. days. And there was uh, a guy in front of us. He seemed to be traveling alone, or at least he was for this part of the day. Yeah. Totally zoned out of the world, focused on his phone. And I'm like, you don't look like you're having fun or excited to be in line to meet Mickey and Minnie. But you do you, whatever. But as soon as he was next in line, he just lit up. He was loving everything about Minnie. He was like, this is how we're going to pose. They they were old friends. He had like four poses in his back pocket ready to go. Like, damn. I was like, I want to know your story. Right? (laughs) What is happening? I loved him. Our first night after Hollywood Studios, we um we we made a mistake. You made a mistake. I, made I a went mistake. wrong with your mistake. I knew it was not going to turn out the way you thought. So we we had been there since early in the morning, and there were evening extra magic hours. Yes, and like I was thinking that we could do something we really enjoyed on our last trip, but better, which was park hop from Hollywood Studios to Epcot for dinner. Yeah, and then. Evening magic hours, we hop right back over and enjoy a little bit more Hollywood Studios time. I knew we didn't have time for that. My time management was bad. Yeah. (laughs) Because we kept finding one more fun thing to do in the Studios Park. Yeah. That kept pushing that back. So eventually we did get on the Skyliner, which we should talk about in its own thing once the story's done. Made it to Epcot and tried to walk right into uh, uh, Viennapoli. Which we've done before. Which is exactly what we did that last time. 
And no, all, all even, booked up, no tables. But like all the tables were empty. I could see tables, but they would not seat anyone without a reservation. And it was still open for quite a while, so it's not like they were like going to close. So, so then I'm on the app looking for restaurants where I could book a reservation in Epcot. And the first one I find is, uh, which is... Well, no, the first one you found was the German restaurant, but I was like, no. No. The, the first one I could find that we wanted to go to was the Coral Reef restaurant. Yes. <laughs> uh, which is in the Seas Pavilion, way up at the front of the park. Yeah. I booked it. We walked. We ate there. We had a lovely time that we're about to talk about. But as far as getting back to mm. Hollywood Studios to enjoy more no. pork park time, no. did not happen. That was a mistake on my part. Yeah. It's okay. I knew, I knew when we left that we were not coming back. <laughs> It was very clear to me as soon as I knew we were going to the front of the park. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Coral Reef, I liked it much better when we ate there the previous time. Mm-hmm. I thought the food was better then. This time was fine. We got a really great seat next, yes. right next to the window. I mean, it's not just in the Seas Pavilion. The dining room is alongside the big tank. Yeah. Yeah. So we got to sit right next to the sharks and the and sea the turtle and the fish. Like, that was really cool. The sea turtle finally got close while we were eating dessert. And that was very cool. Our waitress carded us for oh. the only time on this only entire time. trip. Apparently she didn't believe us that it was our 15 year anniversary. <laughs> I hope she felt dumb afterwards. I think she felt like I'm doing my job. The law is if you look 35 or under or whatever, like, okay. But yeah, the only time we got carded on the trip. It was strange. <laughs> um, like what we had was good. Mm -hmm. The meal we had the previous time was one of my favorite meals. And this time I was like, it was good. It was good. Yeah. Took the Skyliner back to our resort, which was great. Yeah. So Skyliner. Skyliner. You were a bit nervous about the Skyliner. Well, because. Because you've I, got things with things. I hate Ferris wheels. I hate the swing ride. I hate pretty much anything that's kind of dangly like that. Being suspended by a cable, not your favorite thing. Really not. Really do not like it. And I was like, I don't know about this, especially for a long period of time. A little bit nerve wracking at times. But overall, it's very nice. It's yeah. very calming comparing to taking a freaking bus. It's very chill. You get a lot of fun looks at, uh, in certain parts of the route at least, Yeah, fun looks at things from angles you can't get anywhere else. Yeah. It's so much calmer. It's so much nicer. Yes. It's just a much more relaxing experience than mm -hmm. the bus or monorail. Our bus experiences were really good. Yeah. Like, they, they showed up. Pretty quick mm -hmm. uh, when we wanted them and, you know, got got there a little split. But when we were going places, the Skyliner would go. It was faster. And much faster. Easier. You're never waiting because it's continuously running. And, and like, the, I mean, there were times that we were on it alone and there were times we were on it with other people. But it was like, we were never on it with more than like four other people. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, and it was like one of those things with that you just start chatting and it was a nice little experience. Mm -hmm, and. Mm -hmm. You know, it only goes to select amount of places. Right. Basically, for us, we were able to utilize it from our hotel to get to Hollywood Studios or Epcot. Yes. You could also go to a few other hotels. Yeah. Well, the big thing, we couldn't utilize it quite as much because for like the early days at Hollywood Studios, it didn't run that early. Yeah. But we can um, use it to come back at yes. the end of the night. There's another day where it was too windy to use. Yeah, it actually got shut down because it was too windy. But it was super nice. Leaving, We took it leaving Hollywood Studios the one day, and it was like like at close. There was a line. There was, was a big line. But it moved. Right. It moved fine. It, it was much, again, much better experience than waiting in the line for the bus. Yes. And like, will I get on the bus? I'm not going to get a seat. Am I going to stand? Yeah. Like, how, how many people ahead of me 
Am I going to yeah. barely get on or am I going to be like first on the next one? Because that all it sucks. Yeah, with the Skyliner, it's just a constant moving thing. So you're like, no matter what, there's going to be one I get on. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it was really good. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Um, I definitely like would not want to be on it on a windy day. <laughs> Did not like when it would stop occasionally for like a mi- like a couple seconds. Yeah, yeah. But it was good. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that brings us to day three. I believe day three is our first Magic Kingdom day. So let's talk about Magic Kingdom as a whole. So we uh, rope dropped Magic Kingdom. Yes. We were there for the, the show. We've never yes. been there before for yeah, that. Yeah, there's a, a show in front of the castle at opening Mickey comes out and a lot of face characters and royalty especially yeah. come on out and, and welcome you. And there's a little bit of pyro as the fairy godmother sprinkles a little magic on your magical day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we made a beeline for uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes, that was our rope drop that yeah. day. Yeah. Uh, and then the Jungle Cruise. Which is honestly good thing to rope drop because the, the queue sucks. And it gets so long. It gets long because it's it's low capacity. It's exposed to the sun, so it gets really hot. Yeah. So rope drop. Rope dropping Jungle Cruise is not a bad move. I loved the Jungle Cruise yes. so much more than I did years ago. Yeah, you did. I loved every single joke. Yeah, you did. It was great. I was living my best life. Um, then we got to go over to uh, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, which was still uh, under construction when we were there previously. We yes. just missed riding it then. Yeah, we, we got a bright and early fast pass for Mine Train. Uh, and Mine Train is something that we would ride several times. Yep. And we rode at different parts of the train. And it yes. is a different experience. Yes. On different... So the first time we rode it, we were in the front car. It's, Which was pretty cool. It's really cool for the sense of, like, seeing what's there and nothing being in front of you. But honestly, being farther back is a much more fun ride because of the sway you get in the car. Because the mine train cars swing. Yeah. But the front one just, doesn't. Just a, a fact of roller coaster physics. Yeah. Uh, another weird one is uh, my, Seven Doors Mine Train, very mild roller coaster. Yes. Right? I mean, just, just look to the audience they're pitching to, right? So the drops are not very far. In fact, the drops are shorter than the length of the train. <laughs> yes, which is strange. So, so when you're in the front, you expect, whoa! No, you just kind of hang. just sort of hang and drop and then get pushed up Yeah, <laughs> as, as the back goes down the hill. Where in the back, you actually feel that drop. It's like a weird, it's an almost uncanny feeling yeah. in it, the way you accelerate. It is a charming roller coaster, though. I absolutely adore everything inside, inside mm-hmm. the cave and the, the, uh, the yeah, mine. The, the dark ride elements it's that it has. It's so good. Yeah, the, the um, animatronics on the dwarves. Uh, the shadow casting, the gem, mm-hmm. like it's so pretty. And this is also one of those rides that has really amazing um, queue line videos. Yes, yes. Where it's like the seven dwarfs are showing you how to get in the car and everything, but it's like almost like little wood cutouts. Yeah, yeah. Or like paper cutouts. So cute. And it's all perfectly recreating images and, and the general aesthetic of their cottage and, and their part of the forest in the film. Yeah. In that new fantasy land away where everything just springs to life, fully yeah. formed. So good. Mine Train is good. Mine Train is a much better new ride than uh, Slinky Dog, I think. Yeah. <laughs> After that, we went and met the uh, Ugly Stepsisters. Yes, we did. And they were great fun. We kind of did Magic Kingdom Day 1 without a plan. We were just like, well, look at that. Oh, look at that. Let's do that. Well, we had some fast passes. That was about it. That was the skeleton of our plan, and we didn't go much beyond that skeleton. 
So we we stumbled across them. We, it was actually the fairy godmother was there when we got in line. But then they're like, oh, it's actually going to change to the ugly stepsisters, if that's okay. And we're like, Even Great. better. Yes. Um, got to make some sassy faces. We did the Little Mermaid ride, which was the beginning of every single <laughs> Omnimover breaking down on us. Yeah. Every single one we got on and broke down. Anything with continuous loading we got on stopped for at least a bit. But by far the worst was this first one. So all, all of the shorter stoppages we had later, like the, the time we did uh, um, Haunted Mansion, for I don't instance. know, Haunted Mansion, like, that one did it like four times, though. But they were all very short. But this one, like, we sat We and sat waited. through Ursula's like loop like 10 times so many times and then it would get interrupted with the emergency announcement which on that ride is sebastian saying must have been something that sea witch did yeah i'm right here i'm I can with see her, her. We're, yep we're eye to eye oh, all of them but, <laughs> not the people mover that one was true to its name no that one kept moving yeah <laughs> that was that's true we uh, let's see uh, on on day one, I feel like we spent a lot of our time in uh, Tomorrowland and Adventureland. We got a uh, test seat the Neutron cars. They had because yes. they're building a Neutron roller coaster, which I'm so excited about. Themed to the light cycles, of yes. course. So they had um, a little like photo op area where you could climb on two of the what the ride vehicle is supposed to be like, mm-hmm. um, which was kind of fun. We did Space Mountain. For the first time. For the first time. We did we a lot of Space Mountain runs. Uh, we got to meet Stitch, and that was a highlight. <laughs> All right. All right. We got to talk about when we met Stitch. Oh, goodness. I don't even know what happened when we met Stitch. It was so much. So Stitch is a popular guy, so we're, we're waiting for a bit, and eventually it's our turn. But before us, right? It started with the people before us. Yeah. Like, Stitch's handler... Really well versed in like the Stitch mythos and all of the various spinoffs and sequels and direct-to-videos. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they're doing banter and keeping things lively. And and uh, Angel Experiment Six One Seven or Six One Five, something like whatever. That. Pink Stitch, his girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is part of that. That's on everyone's mind. And then it's our turn. Because we're celebrating an anniversary, we have our buttons. We sort of get the romantic treatment at a lot yeah. of these. There's a lot of, oh, let me see your ring, even though you've had it for years. Yeah. Uh, not quite as much as when it's a honeymoon. Yeah. Uh, so Stitch is like trying to squeeze me out and get you all to himself. Yeah. But then the handler's like, we were just talking about your girlfriend two minutes ago. <laughs> and something about this really strikes Stitch. And he just collapses. Like, it's It's like... A good, like, five minutes yeah. of Stitch collapse on the floor, Just like... kneeling, holding on to this guardrail behind. Cry laughing? Clearly corpsing inside the, the suit. And I'm just trying to, to play to everyone else waiting in line behind. It's like, I'm sorry. I don't know. I, I'm so sorry. The handler doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, I don't, I don't None know. Of us- We're just trying to take some pictures here. I don't know what happened. It's amazing. So something struck this person so just right that they could not regain composure. And I don't know what it was. Nobody knows what was that funny. But it was kind of incredible. But, you know, it's just, I'm sure it was, you know, the feedback loop of laughing that they're laughing at yeah. some point and just could not get it together. Well, and there were several things with the people before us were like handler, cast member person, like, they, they was, like, missing the point of what yeah. Stitch was trying to tell them. And, like, 
there were a lot of jokes coming from that, and mm-hmm. I think it just all added yeah, up. It was just building to this point. I've just I've never like been in an experience with a character that's like lost it like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We did uh the uh, carousel of progress. And let me tell you something. When they say, don't stand up, do not exit for any reason, they really fucking mean it. You know why? Because the thing has to restart what room you're in. And it cannot continue. Even if you've gotten through the entire play mm-hmm. of that room, if someone leaves through the emergency exit, it will start at the beginning again. So, yeah. And the carousel will never end. And the, the cast members don't like it very much. They uh, get very angry. <laughs> so yeah, we're uh, Carousel of Progress. Uh, again, go go back to our Magic Kingdom episode. We talk all about it. It is a, a theater where the various scenes follow your typical American family throughout the 20th century in scenes that are shaped like, you know, wedges of a pie. And the, the seats you're in rotate around the theater to go yes. from scene to scene. And the transition is when they sing the theme song. Yes. So we watched the first scene from like turn of the century, 19-oh-whatever America, and they sing the song and the seats are not moving. Because. <laughs> and then as soon as like it stops and like the, the animatronics start doing the show again from the top, the crowd doesn't like it. Because <laughs> it was our first one too. So we <laughs> knew we had to sit through a lot more of this. <laughs> and the, what happened was there was a family. This family let their toddler have the glow stick Glow mm-hmm. bubble wand? Yeah. Entering the theater. Well, then when they wanted to take it away, their toddler had a tantrum. And so, what do you do when your toddler has a tantrum in a theater? You leave. This is the wrong theater to do that. You don't leave. You don't do that. You don't leave. <laughs> you don't You don't freaking leave. We, we got a, a Carousel of Progress Plus, actually. Yep. That's what we got. Yes, we yeah. did. It was a lot. <laughs> we did some teacups. Somewhere we- around here, I bought a hat. You bought a hat because it was sunny and you were getting sunburned. I was getting roasted out in the sun. Uh, I really like my new hat, actually. I I had already purchased my ears. Yeah, you've got uh, jasmine-themed princess ears. Yes, the bow is the magic carpet, and my, they're great. My hunch is that, that they were uh, phasing them out yes. to bring in new ears seasonally. They, they are, yeah. Because yeah. I saw these last summer on Instagram. And we could we found him in a few uh, uh, hotel gift shops. Hotel gift shops, yeah, uh, including our own resort where you finally decided to to buy it after coveting them in all the other places. Could not find a single one in the parks, and everyone wanted yeah. them. Like so, I got stopped so much. So many passerby were like, "Where'd you get those?" Nope, gotta go to a park hotel. Sorry, Ariel's in season now. You can't find Jasmine in the parks. No, they're so good. I love them. We met Pluto trying to remember I, oh i remember there was a little kid that was so scared yes she was so scared they try their best oh i think the best thing with the people mover was we got to see the pile of dirt for the tron coaster yes <laughs> a lot um, of construction on the people mover and part of the queue for the barnstormer are the best places to see the the tron coaster uh, uh construction yes if um, you're into that sort of thing where did we get lunch that day we got lunch at columbia harbor house we tried yes. the the uh quick service with the best reputation in the magic kingdom and it was okay uh yeah it H- seems hush like puppies really good hush puppies so good here's my beef with no you got fish here's my issue with disney <laughs> they have the worst freaking fries they do they the do. fries are atrocious so any place that just serves fries or you can get fries Skip is it. pretty 
crappy. Skip it. Skip it. If or you at least get the non-fry option. If you have an option for tater tots, mm-hmm. hush puppies, yes. potato chip, anything else, get anything else. <laughs> Worst fries. I don't understand how they make such bad fries. Columbia Her House was pretty good. I got like a fried shrimp, fried fish combo. The shrimp was good. I did not like the fish. You got a lobster roll. I rather enjoyed my lobster roll. There was more lobster than I expected, and it was yeah. pretty all right. Yeah. For dinner, we went to uh, Skipper Canteen. This is another one of our best meals we had all week. This uh, is a new place that is themed after the Jungle Cruise, mm-hmm. and it and is really great. So they they are doing shtick the whole time. They they are I doing puns and awful wordplay. I love uh, it. I love it so much. As they're going through the menu and pointing out that yes. You did read that right. They, they do offer a whole fish selection. Uh, if, if you don't want your food looking back at you, I would recommend anything else. Uh, <laughs> it's a good line. Uh, let me uh, address the elephant in the carpet. It's right there. Uh, the or, elephant in the room. Elephant in the room. It's right there on the carpet. Yeah. Yeah. We, we were in a, another side room, uh, which is just really well appointed. I, I like the room. They put us in a lot. And it had a, like a, a hutch of plates and things. Yeah. That was introduced to us as uh, sitting next to the Great Wall of China. You know, he gestures, you turn yeah. around, see what he means. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Uh, I love go. it. I loved it. <laughs> uh, you find out something really cool. In the other room, there's a oh, wall yes. of butterfly specimens, and they're actually Mrs. Disney's yes. collection. Uh, butterflies taken from Lillian Disney's actual butterfly collection. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I, I I got a wine that you can only get there or like mm-hmm. one of like, it's one of two places in the park you can get it. It was delicious. I got a beer you can only get there and one place in Animal Kingdom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what did I get to eat there? Uh, I remember it was delicious. I got another beef thing that I adored. I got the chicken. The chicken was so good. Yes. It was delicious. It's, it was one of my favorite on meals. On the menu, it's called Tastes Like Chicken, Cause It Is. Yeah. Which is a reference to a joke in the queue to the uh, uh, Jungle Cruise. <laughs> And it was so good. It was really good food. Um, I'm a big fan of Skipper Canteen. No, yeah. Uh, as far as one credit places we went, I think this was the best on this trip. I yeah, really was, like this place. This is I think I think it takes I think it takes it over Vianopoli. Yes. Actually. Yes. Um, really good. Highly suggest. Just let go of the fact that you have to listen to their welcome speech like five times because they give it to everyone. <laughs> It's true. It's true. I liked watching people's reactions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Since this is your your first time uh, in our dining room, let me point out some of the highlights. There's one pointing to a chandelier. There's one. There's some really highlights pointing to a much higher chandelier. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's that sort of place. I loved it. This is the restaurant actually where we were next to those people we would keep encountering. That's right. That was the first time we met the people that we kept meeting. we didn't meet them. It was like the next day when we ran into them, they were like, we were next to you at dinner. dinner. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. We went and saw uh, Happily Ever After. Up close, up as close. it's meant to be seen. We got a really good seat. We did. It was beautiful. It was wonderful. It is such a good evening show. I really love it. Seeing it from afar a couple of nights before, you get the music and the fireworks, and that's great. But you can't see the projections very well from that distance. Yeah. But being there, you get so much more of the story of the artistry that they put into it. It's really it's good. It's great either way, but it's just overwhelming. Yeah. Uh, seeing it front and center where we were. My good, we, we were right by the partner's statue. Yeah. We were, we were in it. Yeah. <laughs> somehow, we had a really good spot. Somehow we managed that spot. Um, after that, we did some Small World, some Buzz Lightyear. You helped make my dreams come true. Yes. 
So uh, one of the photo pass things is where you can hold Rapunzel's, like one of the lanterns from Tangled, by the Tangled bathrooms Mm -hmm. and get a picture. Yes. I've wanted this so bad. I will say it's a little like Mm -hmm. it used to be like closer to the bathroom, but because of construction, they're using that as stroller parking. So it's farther away. So you don't quite get the background effect quite as much, Mm -hmm. but it's still so good. Yeah. Yeah. You made it happen. Twice. Twice. We did it twice. Yes. It was like all I wanted. Well, actually, no. The other thing I wanted, so earlier in the day, we had tried um, outside of Haunted Mansion, one of the things that they have. Oh, yes. Or they had found out was you could get your face like a picture taken and then they'd put like um, a skeleton thing. So like they, depending on how you looked at it. They'd spook you up. They'd spook you up. All, all like lenticular style. I was like, we are getting those. I want a set of you know, one of each of us. It's going to be great. They stopped doing it. Yeah. They they phased that out and instead <laughs> uh, started a different limited time uh, That's not as good. bit of merchandise. Adopt a ghost or a ghost in a jar. Not as good. You get to bring home one of the happy haunts. Not as good. Yeah. Uh, I feel like after that, you were very like, we are making this happen. Yeah. We will find them. Yeah. And we did. We did. It was good. That's when we rode Small World for the first time this trip because we had time for one more thing. So we did that instead of Haunted Mansion. Yes. Yes. Because I'm a good husband. Uh, so then the next day we went to Epcot. Epcot. We did this, everything. This is our... Now we can talk about Epcot properly. Yes. So uh, we, of course, did uh, Soarin'. Rope Drop Soarin'. We did Living with the Land, which is one of our favorite things. Living with the Land is absolutely... Having ridden everything that could be ridden in Epcot on, on in one day... Mm-hmm. Living with the Land is my favorite attraction in Epcot. It's so good. It's so good. I mean, one, one, t- Test Track was down for refurb. Maybe if I had done Test Track that day, no, I might feel different. But no, Living with the Land. Uh, I am sorry. So one thing we had talked about, like, trying to do was Living with the Land t- behind the seeds tour yes. uh, on our trip. And we tried to do it later in the trip, but all the reservations were gone. Yeah. Uh, so we unfortunately did not get to do that next uh, time. On an eventual next time, we'll make that a top priority rather than a, it would be cool if... We basically did it all. Uh, I think some of the the highlights were were uh, Spaceship Earth when uh, how it superimposes your face into stuff and yeah. it didn't. The the end of Spaceship Earth. Uh, Spaceship Earth is you know a ride about the history of civilization, primarily communication. Yes, but it ends with a look to what could the future be, and you you it asks you on a touchscreen some questions about yourself and what sort of future you're interested in, and it generates a story. Uh, and then puts your face, taken from a, a picture that it takes right at the beginning of the ride, onto these little stick figure bodies living through your future. The pictures didn't work for us. Like, half our faces are missing. Yeah, it's, it looked horrifying. You took so many pictures of, it was so funny. of the screen. It's funny in stills, but seeing them in motion, it was, it was like, ugh. ugh. It's scary. Uh, we were there during Festival of the Arts. Yes, we were there during both Deep Construction and Festival of the Arts, oh and I feel we should so, talk about both. So much freaking construction. Epcot is being torn apart and rebuilt. It's as much Swiss cheese as our faces on the Spaceship Earth screens. Yes. Um, so the construction is like the entire front half of Epcot. Everything in Future World is under construction. Mm-hmm. It's just 
construction walls and things being torn. Like, and each day we were there, it was at, like, a different level of being torn apart. Yeah, yeah. And they're trying to squeeze elements of the festival into it. Trying yeah. to, like, use the construction walls for things. Like, yeah. Uh, like the, the uh, paint-by-number wall. Yeah, so there's one area where they had this giant paint-by-number. Um, they would put a new one up each day, and you could get a paintbrush and a little thing of paint. And, like, the first... The one day we did it, they're like, you can paint, like, three squares. And then the other day, they're like, paint as many as you want. Use up your paint. Yeah. Um, but you're making a giant mural. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool. And after you're done, they give you a postcard of what it looks like. Yeah, what, what it will look like when yeah. finished. Or, like, what it's inspired, you know, mm-hmm. the image that they took it from. They also have a lot of different uh, photo, famous art pieces that you can step into that are really yeah, fun. Yeah, they, they take the central figure out and, like... Chop up so the the foreground's in front of you, the background's behind you, and you stand in the middle. You you are Aphrodite in the clamshell. Yeah. That's one of them. Uh, My favorite two, I think, are that one. Yeah. Where I'm, like, drinking my Slurpee. Yeah. (laughs) That's Uh, a very good picture. And then there was uh, George Washington crossing the Delaware, (laughs) where, like... You were posing like like George Washington yeah. and them. We've got oars. We're like scanning the yeah. horizon. You and know. then the photographer's like, okay, we're going to do another one. Do Titanic. So we start drowning. Both of us immediately start <laughs> pretending to drown. And she died. She, and she's like, that's not what I meant. I didn't mean that. She, she meant, I'm flying, Jack. I'm flying on the bow. 1997 James Cameron Titanic. Yeah. No, no, honey. That's not what really happened. <laughs> so then we decide, okay, well, we'll do that too. And I immediately get behind you. Yes. As because I am Jack. Yes. You are Rose. This, this <laughs> is what we know. I'm I am a pampered little debutante, just like we know that you got uh, the the Vader uh, oh, lightsaber. Oh yeah, I'm totally the red in lightsaber. That picture, while I got the Obi Wan Clone Wars yeah. lightsaber. Yes. Yeah. Uh, which I identified because I'm that guy. <laughs> apparently, we made her day. She was like crying. She's like, I haven't had anyone do that. I'm like, I- really. They didn't try to drown? <laughs> really? Are you sure? So, unfortunately, we don't have any pictures of that happening because she was too busy laughing to, to push the button. I mean, we have a picture of us like, no, no, we don't have one we of don't us have drowning. We don't have a drowning picture, no. no. She was like, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, it was good. But uh, another great part of the arts festival is the culinary arts. They have a yes. lot of food stands. Um, uh, we got... Really amazing chicken. Yeah. Uh, oh, the roulade. Yeah. The the chicken roulade was amazing at a stand right at the beginning of Future World. And and then there was that amazing like chicken parmesan on the bone thing. Yes. Uh, which, right outside the Italy Pavilion. Which a very famous uh, Disney uh, <laughs> vlogger? vlogger got it and was very confused because he's like, I thought this was a chicken nugget. It's a drumstick. It's a drumstick. It's a chicken. Dr- it's a breaded tr- chicken drumstick. Stuffed with cheese in there. Stuffed with cheese. And you get cheese and sauce to dip it in. He didn't even eat it with the cheese. He didn't eat the sauce. He didn't eat the cheese. And he's like, I thought this texture would be a chicken nugget. I'm like, there is a bone coming out of it, dude. <laughs> But that's okay. He didn't like it. He's an idiot. Just go say that. Because it was phenomenal. The third really good uh, snack we got from one of these temporary stands, at least, uh-huh. uh, was, I forget what it was called, but it's from the uh, um, the Mexican food stand outside the Mexico Pavilion. Oh, yeah. It was- um, That was really good. Yeah. It was like beans and meat and stuff. Top. It was really yeah. good. Um, then Which, we got of course, some... doesn't really narrow it down for Mexican food, but it was really good. I don't remember what it was, but it was delicious. And then we got some awful churros. Yes. Disneyland must have a different type of churro. Because people love those. Disney World churros are trash. The, the ones we should got were. Uh, they, they were mini churros dipped in colored white chocolate to look like dripping paintbrushes. They were very cute. 
They tasted like cardboard. They were not good. They were awful. And we've had churros one other time at Disney World from the Mexico area, and they oh, were yeah, yeah. awful. So I don't know. I don't, I don't know understand. Churros must be at least 12 inches to be any good at a Disney park. That's what <laughs> right? I've learned. I don't know. Um, one thing they have with all the construction going on is they have a model of what oh, is coming. Yes, the Discovery Center. Yeah. This is a whole building about the future of Epcot. Uh, they have a whole lot of uh, attraction posters for what is and was and will be. Yeah. They have uh, sort of like the paintings, they have frames of upcoming things so you can pretend you're already riding the Guardians of the Galaxy coaster. Yeah. Or there's one where you're standing on top of the spaceship Earth globe. Yeah. What was cool is they made this display about the construction and what's to come, its own attraction. Yes. Because it was a really cool, like, model that lights up and then there's, with like, its surround own, video. With its own projection mapping that yeah. completely changes the whole uh, aesthetic of the model to fit whatever they're talking about at the moment in the yeah. video. Very cool. There's also a lot of art. There's artists mm -hmm. selling stuff throughout the park for Festival of the Arts. There's chalk art all over the place. Yes, yes. Um, there's just a lot of really fun stuff to look at. Mm -hmm. The very Instagrammable wall of butterfly wings, each one yes. done in a different style. Mm -hmm. I don't think I've seen any of the pictures from that. I, I hope some of they're, them turn out good. They're on here. Behind the scenes, we are looking through our photo albums uh, on yeah. our computer to, to jog these memories. Yeah. So I will see them eventually. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that was Epcot Day 2, yeah. anyway, so. We, we of course, we, did uh, the Imagination Pavilion to see Figment, even though that ride is trash compared <laughs> to the old one. Still gotta go see Figment. Yep, yep. Uh, we, they love Figment on, on the merch. Thank God, because he needs some love. Yeah. Though, they had some cute stuff, but I wasn't fully in love with it compared to other stuff they've had of Figment. Except for that spirit jersey, which I was not spending $80 on. Mm -hmm. I guess if anyone lives in Orlando and... I don't know when this like pandemic is over and you come across a figment spirit jersey for 20 bucks at the outlet, hit a girl up. Let me yeah, know. We'll, we'll get you back. <laughs> we'll get you back for shipping included. Like, it's cool. Because <laughs> I've seen pictures of it there. <laughs> but, uh, we did. Uh, sp speaking of figment, yeah. uh, another element another element of the festival was the um, scavenger hunt. Oh, yeah. The figment scavenger hunt. Where every World Showcase pavilion had a, a piece from that country's history, from that country's art history, yeah. but with figment in it. Yeah. Uh, so we found all of those uh, uh, eventually yeah. and felt very good about ourselves. Yes. And it, it's a fun way to have to look places. Yeah. And some of them are really tricky. Some of them are real tricky. Morocco's is in like this little recessed nook. That uh, was tricky. France is the worst because theirs is like behind the building. That's true. Yeah, you have to go down a path that doesn't actually have any doors exit onto yeah. it, so there's no reason you would and normally. Was it Canada? Where if you walk one way through the shops, you're never going to see it. Yeah, Canada was one of the up ones over a uh, doorway, doorway, so it yeah. depends on which way you go through the, the Yeah, passage. we missed it the first time. Yeah. Of course, did the, the Mexico ride, saw our three Caballero buddies. I do like the uh, Grand Fiesta Tour. That's another good boat ride. It's good. Finally did the Frozen ride. This, we have to tell the story of this. We had a fast pass for. It's the reason we rope dropped Soren because uh -huh. we used our fast pass on the new Frozen ride. Well, it freaking broke down. It did. To the point. All morning. I don't think they ever actually opened it. And then they just started canceling everyone's fast passes and giving. Yeah. We were we were hearing, you know, muttering chatter. chatter as you go by people. Apparently, as soon as your fast pass window opened, if the ride was down. 
it got turned into a wild card fast pass, yeah. similar to how we had in uh, for, for our bonus ones yeah. in Animal Kingdom. So we were like, oh man, okay. Our time slot came, ours got turned into that. And we're like, okay, that's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Um, because it is a long wait, we really wanted to do it. Again, our, our priority was to do things that would be new yeah. to us, and this qualifies. So what we had gone and were doing was we went actually to the Elsa and Anna meet and greet, mm-hmm. which is something that I kicked myself for not doing back when. <laughs> uh, but this time we were on a mission because we were getting a birthday card signed for our goddaughter. Yes. Um, because she's obsessed with Frozen. Happy birthday, Bubbo. I'll get you that card eventually. When we can see you. Um, but as we were like coming out of there... We hopped over to China and then we like went back for some reason. Yeah. And as we were and walking noticed, by. Just noticed that the gates were open. I was like, did they just open? Did you, huh? It what? had just opened. Like mm-hmm. just opened. So we immediately hopped in line and used our fancy fast, like our, yeah. our you know, free range fast pass. Ooh, free range. I like yeah, that. Yeah. And got in line immediately and rode it. And later when we came out, the line wrapped. Because everybody was doing, trying to do the same sort of thing. Like our, our plan was, well, well, we'll just wait and see. We've already ridden everything we wanted to yeah. at least once. Yeah. And, you know, if it doesn't come back, we'll just use it on Soren if, if we're yeah. on that side of the park. But if it does come back, we'll go and do it. Yeah. So many people had the same thought. They were just coming right there. Well, and every and the fast pass line got to be out the building down uh-huh. uh, t- to the lagoon. Well, and every time we passed it mm-hmm. later, because we passed it a couple of times, the line was still like that. Because fast pass goes first, the the standby wait is going to like hours and hours and hours. Uh-huh. Oof. It was crazy. Let's see. We got to meet Mulan. This is the third person. <laughs> Second chronologically, third to talk about a uh, time we made friends from the Iron Dragon patch. A, a family from Sandusky. Yeah, some uh, some Ohio locals, some season pass owners who just wanted to talk uh, uh, parks with us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, got to meet Alice, mm-hmm. which was very fun. She was yes. great. Uh, do, do you want to talk about your problem with some of the Epcot character meets? Yeah, so here's the thing. I don't know why, but sometimes... Mm-hmm. Character meet and greets don't have people there to take photos. They or a handler at all. Yeah. No. Or they have someone, but they're they have one and they're busy dealing with the line that they can't take photos. And it's bizarre. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, if it's on a timetable that this person's yeah. gonna be out, there should be a photographer or at least a second handler there that can like take pictures with my camera. Not necessarily even a photo pass person every time, but yeah, a handler who is free to, okay, I'll take your phone. Oh, this button? Okay. Phones are pretty yeah. standardized. They don't have to ask that anymore. But <laughs> with Alice, you took my picture. So I'm with letting them. Mulan and Mary Poppins, we made friends. Yeah, it was the, the Ohio friends behind us that we were just talking about from and, Mulan. And then a lone Mary Poppins super fan. So, yes. Who, who abandoned her family. ditched her husband and, and child to go meet Mary. <laughs> so we swapped uh, phones and took each other's pictures. <laughs> bizarre i don't get it i don't get why like that's a thing yeah yeah um actually our second epcot day which we'll, we'll talk about thursdays a whole later but ep- our second epcot day was sort of a half day and we timed it we did so many character meet and greets that second day we did it was just the way they were scheduled which i have to imagine is at least in part intentional we went from uh uk Mary Poppins, France, Belle, uh, Morocco, Jasmine. We just yeah. went bop, 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 yeah. making a loop as we waited for our dinner reservations. Yeah. We did the Beauty and the Beast sing-along. Which is brand new. 
Uh, and it, it kind been, of strange. It had been up for, what, 10 days uh, by the yeah. time we went? It's weird. It is. Because it's all about, like, LeFou being like, oh, yeah, I'm not a bad guy. And Lef- that's not the story. I was actually bringing them together. LeFou is apparently a secret matchmaker and the real hero of the whole story. The real hero who threw a nice old man into a dungeon as, like, step one of his plan. I don't know. I don't know how this makes I him a good I guy. I don't know. It was weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, that night we ate at one of the Moroccan restaurants. Restaurant Marrakesh. Uh, it was delicious. Yes. It was uh, very good. Just incredible. Uh, the, the look of the restaurant, how everything is hand carved, hand laid, perfect a mosaic on practically every square inch of wall. Yeah. Um, the food was delicious. The food was very, very good. I think you got lamb. Whatever I got, I dipped a bit of his sauce on my shirt, but it eventually came out, so it's okay. <laughs> no, that food was really good. I honestly, I don't remember what when I think I got a chicken. You thing got or something. A, a tagine, the chicken tagine. Yeah, yes, it was really good. Very much enjoyed that. I was very glad that we ate at that one because the other restaurant, uh, Spice Road Table. Yeah, it's more open air. Yeah, and it was actually very cold. It was getting chilly. That here's, day. here's one thing we haven't really mentioned. Is aside from the Animal Kingdom day where it rained and was mostly fine, Mm -hmm. it was pretty freaking cold on our trip. Yeah. Except for like two days where I actually could wear shorts. Yeah. I mean, we were really warm uh, first Magic Kingdom day, which we talked about. Yeah. Pretty much the rest of the the trip, it was spring. It was. We, We were hoping for above 70. We got 60s mostly. Sometimes 50. Sometimes 50. One day, 49. Especially on days when you're waking up before the sun does, so you can rope drop and get your virtual uh, queue. It was cold! (laughs) So yeah, we we explored a lot of uh, Epcot after dark that uh, both nights, especially around um, World Showcase, where they have their own transformation as the the night falls. We took in the, the show. Epcot Forever, the new temporary nighttime spectacular. Parts of it were really cool. Yeah. It, it was good. It, it is a fun show. I wish I knew more of Epcot's history because there were a lot of songs that I did not recognize. There were some I recognized and some was just too obscure. Yeah. Um, but they had some really cool like light projections. They had really cool like kites and things that they used that yeah. were pulled by jet skis and the, lit the up. jet skis pulling the lit up kites that then become flaming kites. Yeah. They light like sparklers off the kites. Those are really cool. Yeah. So then the next day we went back to Hollywood Studios. Which, Which we've, we've pretty talked much talked about pretty exhaustively. Talked about. I don't think this was my grumpy day at the end of the day. Oh yeah, you got grumpy. I got real grumpy at the end of the day. I think I caught a light cold or something from the plane, and this is when I was at my worst. Spoilers: At the end of this trip, I died. Yeah. As soon as we got home, I got the flu. Yes. And I did not leave our apartment for over a week. So you've been practicing for for these current times. Yes. Yeah. You know, sometimes I wonder if it was just the flu. <laughs> I, it was just the flu. It was just the flu. But I was, it was awful. So I think that brings us to the mysterious Thursday I alluded to earlier. Yes. <laughs> this was the day that we mentioned in, in our planning episode that we didn't really plan anything for. Yeah. This was the day that we were going to play by ear. We were going to give ourselves some time to relax. The plan we had come up with mm-hmm. well at the, like there, was like, hey, it's actually supposed to be warm. Let's go to Blizzard Beach. Yeah, let's do a water park morning. And then... Go, uh, go by, to Epcot. Yeah, by this point we had, uh, after failing to go to... Um, uh, Vianopoly. Vianopoly on that, that first, on that second night, uh, we're just like, we don't have dinner plans Thursday. Let's see. Oh, look, it worked out for the better. There's a reservation. So... 
But we were so freaking tired. All these long days, all these miles upon miles days. Of rope dropping Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. So we got up early enough to do that. We were putzing around and we just never worked up the energy to actually leave. Well, like we woke up and I didn't want to get out of bed for a very long time. Right. Yeah. So what we did do was actually go use the pool. Yeah. For a little while, which was nice. Uh, and then we uh, decided to do a little exploring. We resort hopped again, but this time using, uh, but this time visiting the resorts on the Skyliner line. Yes. So we took it to the first stop, which gets you off at the, the Riviera. Or no, the, it gets you off at um, the, the south part of um, Caribbean. Caribbean Beach. Yeah. Yes. Um, which is a place I stayed like when I was like seven or something, but I don't remember nothing about it. It's also huge. It's huge. Um, so we looked around there for a little bit, we, we, and while we were there, we noticed the Skyliner got like well, actually, literally, like right after we got off the Skyliner, it like stopped, and we're like, "Oh, that's strange." And then we started walking around the hotel, and we realized it was not starting back up. <laughs> it still hadn't started back up. Still so, not started up. So we walked all the way to the north end of Caribbean Beach, and we we wandered through, you know, there common areas sightseeing it's still not going and so then still we're like well let's just keep walking and we'll go to the riviera brand new just opened uh vacation club only tower resort and uh part of the reason we wanted to see that is they have these really beautiful murals mm-hmm. including uh they have a peter pan one and then they have a tangled one they're like 180 degree vertical murals. It's, yeah. it's a narrow strip that starts on your left, goes above your head, and ends on your right. And they're done, they're, they're mosaic murals. Yes. It's all mosaic work. Yes. So you've got like the Peter Pan one is London on one side, you follow the kids flying trail of pixie dust, and then never land on the other side. And they're incredible. Yes. So so we found those. Those are actually on the walkway between the tower and its own uh, Skyliner station. Yeah. Uh, and then we got lunch there, and we found how the other half eats for quick service. Yeah, one quick service credit at our hotel's uh, uh, dining hall is serviceable food that will not poison you. If you're lucky. It, it will provide nutrients. But one quick service uh, credit at their little bistro gets you a sandwich with, like, a uh, uh, herb it and, and parmesan fries, the only good French fries we had all week. It was insanely good. It had pictures all around of uh, Walt Disney's own vacations to the Riviera to fit the theme. I was like, what is th- They had waiters that brought it out? They had Coke Freestyle dial-your-own machines instead of just plain old uh, fountains. <laughs> yeah, waiters at a quick service. So not fair. So we ate a pretty good lunch. Yeah. And then had to wait for a bus instead of the Skyliner to take us to Epcot. Because it was like, closed for the day due to wind. Yep. There's there's nothing else we're going to want to do today. Let's have more Epcot time this afternoon than we expected. Yep. So that's when we did a lot more festival stuff and did those meet and greets that I mentioned earlier. Yeah. And we took in one of the shows that night. They've got your visual arts, your culinary arts, but also performing arts. Yes. And so it's usually, um, it was Broadway people. Yes. Um, so we we did that. They had uh, the, the woman who originated the lead female role in uh, Disney's Newsies on Broadway. Mm-hmm. And her husband, who himself has had... He was Tarzan on Broadway. He was Tarzan on Broadway as plenty of, like, uh, both of them have plenty of non-Disney roles, but guess which songs they sang from? <laughs> a lot of those, and uh, the one of the songs from a High School Musical. Yes. Yeah. 
So it was, it was a good, like, it was a fun 30 minute show. Yeah. It was nice. I, I'm sure it's interesting for like locals or annual pass people because the set list has to vary with which uh, actors they have on a given night. Yeah. So another night you'd probably be getting a lot of Lion King Broadway arrangements. Yeah. Or who knows what else. So we just explored some, and we, we did get to eat at Vianopoly, which is very delicious, very and good. huge! So huge. So huge. We could have split one meal between us. Yes. Oh my god. The, just the size of the tiramisu that I got. <laughs> we could have split one tiramisu and called it a meal. It was insane. But it was very good. It was, very good. It's, it's very just good. delicious. But this is probably the day we felt best. After every day oh my god, just was... doing a little too much. And then scaling it back to doing just enough, but we still hadn't, like, paid back that debt. But we would have not made it through our last park day if no. we did not no. take that morning. To do Thursday the way we did, yeah. Especially because our last park day, <laughs> first off, it was freezing the entire freaking day. It was a bit chill. I had two sweatshirts on and a scarf. Yes. Also, we did early magic hours in the morning, which meant we got there at 8. And we did not leave until after midnight that yes. night. Yes. <laughs> You know, token stuff we hadn't taken in. We did the carousel. We met we, Mickey. And, we and met Mickey. We met Tinkerbell. Mm -hmm. uh, we rode Mine Train again. again. Met Gaston. Always fun. If you can meet Tiana. Gaston, you should meet Gaston. Okay, here's also what I've learned. <laughs> is no matter how long they say the wait is for Princess Fairy Tale Hall, yes. triple it. Yes. Uh, there are longer waits. There is no more frustrating wait. So if you are planning to go to Disney for character meets, princesses in particular, that is a good fast pass to use. Oh my god, it was awful. Cause it you're took forever. Because you're going to take forever as you watch everybody with a fast pass walk in right ahead of you, and you just watch them go every time. Yeah. But part of the reason uh, we went when we did is because we saw it had a short line because it was immediately after the parade. Yes. And part of the reason it wasn't that short is because we weren't the only people with that idea. Yes. So let's talk about the parade. The parade was so good. The Festival of Fantasy. That is... Okay, aside from <laughs> the Electric Light Parade. Yes. Which is the best freaking parade ever. This is the second best parade. Mm -hmm. So you've got a daytime favorite and a nighttime yes. favorite. That's okay. It is so good. The detail on the floats and mm -hmm. the characters and the design, it's just so elaborate. Yes. The story of the parade is they inherited, I guess, two multi-character, multi-scene floats from a Tokyo Disney parade. Mm -hmm. And then apparently they decided, all right, we can't have these two stand out. We've got to reach that level. <laughs> Which is why it's amazing. It's so good. The Tokyo Park it has a reputation for absolutely incredible, yeah. like parade decorations and and entertainment. It was just like it was just every place you looked, there was so much. Like mm -hmm. no detail was overlooked, and it also has the um, Maleficent yes, dragon, the fire breathing clockwork steampunk dragon. So cool. It kind of doesn't actually fit with any of the rest of the parade, <laughs> but it's so, like, well done. Mm -hmm. Like, both things are such extreme detail that it does work. Mm -hmm. It's just like, these are all the nice things, and then here's the evil thing. And this is another time when we got a really good view. We, such a good spot. We were right up front against the, the rope line slash masking tape line, so there's yeah. no one in front of us, which meant we could stay seated the whole time. Yes. 
which also meant your pictures are amazing. Yeah. Because they're from such a low angle. Yeah. It's really cool. Well, and it came like we were right by the turn. So as soon yes. as they turned, the castle's right behind them. So we got front views and side views with castle and back backgrounds. Views. And back, yeah. It like, it was a great spot. Nice. My feet were totally both asleep for like the next <laughs> 10 minutes after we stood up, but it was fine. <laughs> um, we did Enchanted Tales with Belle while I figured out the magic. Uh, the magic of the window. The magic of the magic mirror. While I figured out the magic of Lumiere. Yes. It was the, just like... The Lumiere animatronic. We were just like spying to figure it all out. Uh, um, we tried. We, we did- were not part of the show this time. No. Which, they were really focused on the kids this time. Which makes sense, and I don't mind it. It was a little less fun that way. Yeah. To In- be honest, I was mostly mad I didn't get a picture with Belle. Exactly. Uh, when we went in- on our honeymoon, I think even the other adults... If yeah. they wanted, had a chance to do the meet and greet part at the end while they ushered yeah, you out. Yeah, they didn't give us an option. That didn't. That option was not presented this time, which was mm, well. Good thing we met her yesterday in Epcot. You know, I think the photographer when they were handing out the little cards because it's the one thing that doesn't automatically link to your memory maker and magic bands that's also weird i think she kind of realized Mm -hmm. she was like when i didn't take one she's like well you're sure i'm like we didn't get a picture yeah and she had this look on her face like oh crap (laughs) (laughs) we messed up maybe we were just a timid little mice and didn't get noticed but like i mean every every single other person in there had a child yeah i don't want to come off as you know that kind of person i don't want to take something away from a kid exactly the the reason we went was the really cool effect of the magic mirror yeah the fact that it's cute, uh, like, is number three. And number two is, yeah, it's, it's the one Belle meet and greet in the Magic Kingdom. After all the other kids got their photos, exactly. I would have liked to have After. been offered, like, yeah. an opportunity. But we met her in Epcot, yeah. Constellation, in the better outfit. Yeah. I like the blue dress better. I like the blue dress, too. <laughs> um, so we ate at the Pinocchio... Pinocchio Village House, because it was close and we were hungry. And that <sighs> might have also been a mistake. It wasn't good. Yeah. I got chicken tenders. And fries. Ooh. Hear that, folks? Came with fries. Yeah. I got pasta. It was not raw. It was fun to look at. It's a small world through the window, but yes. that was about it. That is the one real perk. It's a very well decorated. It's like an opening day place. It's it's cool to look at, but maybe don't eat there. Like Pizza Rizzo. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay, though. We got some snacks that day. We, we, we tried LeFou's brew. We did. I think it's funny. We, we saved all the frozen things for this day. We called this day. <laughs> LeFou's <laughs> brew and some Dole Whip. Oh, Dole yes. Whip's so Dole good. Whip, Dole Whip is worth the hype. Yes. We yes. didn't get it previously because I didn't know that it was dairy free. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to deal with a tummy that wasn't happy. But now we know better. But it was so good. And fun thing about Dole Whip. Uh, for $1 more, you can get a little uh, uh, waffle cone style wafer with a character print in it. And it's cuter and it gives you a crunch note and it's just plain better for a dollar more. But... Even that upcharge is included in the snack credit. So what's up, dining plan yeah, people? Yeah, I'm not going to play for it. No. But if it's included, but if it's I'll in take... the dining plan, give me that wafer. It's just better. So we we did the flying carpets. Yeah. We, uh... we did pretty much everything in uh, Magic Kingdom once. Yep. And I think a couple we hit up things everything. more than once. Like we we, we didn't uh, do the riverboat this time. We didn't do country bears this time. No. But I think everything else. I enjoyed, um, the sun was setting and it was a really beautiful sunset. So I actually got some really cool pictures of like the teacups and stuff as we were going. That's why that happened. Yes. yes. Um, But we had dinner reservations for Be Our Guest, Mm -hmm. um, the Beauty and the Beast restaurant, which 
has changed a little bit since we were there. When we were there before, it was a one-tier restaurant. With a regular menu. With a regular menu. Uh, now it is a two-credit. Um, with a fixed-price three-course experience. Yes. Originally, when we were like making this plan, we were like, well, do we go? It's like two credits. Is it going to be worth it? They have upped their game. It's much better food than it was last time. Yes. It's more efficient. I feel like they were flipping tables faster, even even the yeah. same. But we had a waiter named Mark, who I want to shout out for being- Hey, Mark. Mark being a superhero. The way our meals had worked up to this point, we had two credits left on our uh, account between us. For, for the sit down. Right. Mark was aware that the plan was one of us would be uh, using the last of our table service credits and the other would be out of pocket. And that's fine. That's normal. He's like, normal. oh yeah, we do that all the time. It happens all the time. And he's like, oh, and like we were talking about what drinks we were going to get. I was planning to get a wine that you can only get there. And he's like, I'm going to put you on the dining plan because that's a more expensive drink. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, See, great. Great guy. He's awesome. Love him. So we have this meal that was just wonderful. It was, everything was phenomenal. Uh, he recommended the lamb, and I'm so well, glad I listened. And they it was were so. Oh, he was also super nice because, like, I wanted this lamb to this day. I wanted the charcuterie board, but there's like one thing on it I did not want. And he's like, "Well, normally they won't substitute, but I'll see what I can do." And like, he did that. And he like, swung it because he's a superhero. Um. <laughs> yeah, and all the suggestions were great. Food was amazing, and like at the end of the meal, he brings out like you know our bill because like you you pay f- you know for gratuity and everything and you still. still have to sign on the dotted line all the same yeah and he's like oh i just want to let you know i talked to the manager and like you guys are all good you're all taken care of and we're just like i'm like Ex- excuse literally me? like gray stuff in my mouth like, what <laughs> i don't understand what you're telling me and so like they comped us a meal they comped us not just any meal a signature dining meal <laughs> like they comped us like an 80 dollar meal and and we're just people, like you know, we're we're not the the Disney travel vloggers. Uh, you might have heard of us, or like, like we're filming this. This doesn't count. They don't know who who the heck we are. <laughs> we're just like what? We're just people off the street, you know, closing our our vacation celebration. Yeah. Well, and I don't even think we had like a conversation about it being our 15 year anniversary or anything like that. I don't think mm-hmm. that ever came up. And, like, sometimes that's, like, that type of stuff is how, like, you end up, like, we got the champagne and whatnot. I think we got a dessert at um, Coral Reef. It was the dessert we were normally getting, but, like, they put a little, like, celebration thing on it. Oh, okay. They put, like, a little, like, chocolate that was, like, painted. That's right. It's been a while. Yeah. But, yeah, that was just, like, mind-blowing. Yeah. (laughs) But, again, the meal really stepped up their game. I would have paid for it. I was planning to, but, oh, that was good. (laughs) It was really good. They've definitely, like upped the quality of the food there especially if you get the lamb (laughs) i got the pork and that was delicious yeah and uh by the time we had finished eating our our meal and and finishing our dessert course and uh, picking our jaws up off the floor (laughs) after all that it was nearly time for the ticketed event the first disney villains night of 2020 to begin Yes, um, and this was something that was announced very shortly before um, our trip. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we're like, it's the last day. Do we do it? It's when we went previously. We did the Mickey's uh, Merry Christmas party. Yes, but they were much cheaper after our events back then. <laughs> yes, the price has gone up a lot. We were very on the fence about it because it it's not cheap. But we were like, hey, it's our last night. It's our last n- we we're gonna do go this out with like a once a decade. <laughs> Let's do it. We just got a free meal, says a little time traveler on my shoulder. <laughs> I am so glad we did this. Yes, I'm I'm glad we did it. Again, if you're thinking, if you're maybe planning, do the math yourself. 
But for us, for yeah. the way this trip shook out, I'm well, very glad we did this. And here's the thing, too, is that so they did these, these last summer. And from everything I read, they were super crowded, super busy, mm-hmm. super insane. Ours was not. Probably because it was cold as yeah. all could be. Maybe it was the weather. Maybe it's just the date or, or the nature of being the first one in, in the new series of them. It but was for whatever reason. So not busy. It was... I think as much as you could call Disney dead, it was dead. Space Mountain was a walk-on. It was literally, how fast can you walk through this entire queue? It's a pretty long queue, but yeah, that's how much time it took you, the time it takes you to walk. The only thing that had a line was Mine Train, and it was like 20 minutes, and it was normally like 70 minutes. Or more. If you're lucky, sometimes three hours. Sometimes, yeah. So like 20 minutes for Mine Train is amazing. Most most rides were open. Yeah, anything you can name was open. Yeah. We, we could have used this time to finally get around to seeing the Country Bears. We no. didn't. <laughs> what we did was ride Mine Train. We rode uh, Big Thunder Mountain. Do we do it twice? Do we just do I it once? I think we just did it once because we, we were doing a... We had done it earlier in the day, though. And we were doing a big loop of the park. Yes. We weren't sure how much time we'd have. We did uh, Pirates because they had an overlay with some real actors. Yeah, they, they put two live actors in. One as Barbosa, one as nameless entertaining pirate which was really good i really like that a lot yeah we were also they they had some special like photo ops so we did that yes we Um, found all the photos space mountain had its own overlay it was just completely dark with really crazy music it was like metal like mixed with like disney movies yeah it was all again the the whole night is themed to villains so your special photo ops were you know magic shots with oogie boogie or with scar leaping out at you yeah or maleficent or you know special props where you hold the frame and now you're the magic mirror yeah that villainous mirror uh there were special snacks available all over themed to various villains and then there's also like the free pop free popcorn free ice cream and then there's the the free snacks which we yeah give me that water bottle give me that coke give me that popcorn while i watch the villain the stage show yeah but the villain theme carried over to the space mountain overlay where their scary industrial soundtrack was peppered in with a whole lot of villain quotes yeah and then again you don't think space mountain can get darker it really can they turned off the stars and the galaxies it got as dark as they can make it we did it twice uh, three times at least we might have done three times we were just marathoning space mountain i loved it yeah i loved it it was so disorienting mm-hmm. and great and like terrifying because you did not know what was gonna happen we uh we did yet another um teacups at night no we were like the only people on it we were the only people doing it which is a shame because it lights up real cool in there yeah. um and then they had a special villain stage show that yes. like starred hades and like there was also like jafar and maleficent the voodoo man from um yes dr facilier yes the shadow man um and a bunch of other ones. They had a stage show. And then there was also a parade. And I really love the parade because – so the stage show focused on, like, villains with, like, magical powers. Yes. And the parade was, like, Cuella de Vil and the evil stepmother. And, like yeah, – Yeah, um, Just, like – And Gaston. The, and Gaston. Gaston on the biggest horse. I have never seen such a big horse. In my life, I've never seen a larger horse. Um, and so they, like, it was all of them and, like, the ugly stepsisters. And also the fire-breathing Maleficent dragon yes. came out. Doesn't really fit the mundane theme, but we'll let it slide because it's really cool. It was really cool. And then, so, and then at the end, as we were, like, leaving, all the people from the parade were up um, by the train station as yeah. you're leaving and they're like heckling everyone. They're, they're just doing improv shtick and, yeah. and heckling one another and the people below. 
It was great. Yeah. Um, it's so good. Apparently, the parade is new for this year's villains compared to last year's. And elements of the stage show are new. I think it didn't have fireworks before. It was just the music and the dancing and the castle projections. Okay. The After Dark event, it's only like three hours. Seeing the crowd pictures from last summer, like if it's that crowded, I don't know if it would have been great. What we experienced mm-hmm. was amazing because yeah. we just, you could just go. We, I mean, and we really did marathon. <laughs> we went from like A-list top tier ride one to another to another to another. Yeah. So yeah, we, we didn't get the like Red Queen themed, you know, dessert cakes or whatever, but we did do pretty much everything else there is to do <laughs> at yeah. the event. You know, it's like, it's midnight mm-hmm. and they still have a few of the shops open on Main Street, and we, yes, like, wandered in. Because, of course, they do. They're not going to stop you from spending money. <laughs> well, so, one of the things I knew I wanted, earlier in the day, I had gotten, there was, like, a diorama thing I got. Yeah. I got that. Another thing I really wanted was there was a teacups coffee mug. Yeah, a, a coffee mug that looks not just like one of the teacups from the movie, but, like, but specifically the ride vehicle. Yes, and it I really wanted one. There's a little dimple for the door that opens, yeah. and yeah. So I was like, okay, we gotta get that on our way out. So we go in, and I'm looking for it. And um, one of the things that we saw many times throughout the park is they had, like, porgs and baby groots that would sit on people's shoulder with little yeah. magnets that attached it to the clothes. And I was like, oh my god, that'd be so cute if they had a Pascal one. Mm-hmm. And, like, as we're, like, wandering through this last gift shop of our trip. In the same room where you found the teacup. Yeah. Like, they're just tiny in a, little bin of Pascal ones. Right there, like, dividing the uh, checkout line. Like, like where you'd find uh, weird gum at Joanne Fabrics. Yes. And yes. I was just like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, we, like, last minute thing right mm-hmm. there. It was meant to be. Meant to be. So I got that and I got the coffee mug. And then we got back to our hotel at, like, one in the morning. Then then the next day was our departure day. Mm-hmm. And even with our restful, recuperative Thursday, we were dead. We were dead after that marathon on Friday. I was definitely, looking back now, I was like, I was fighting off what was coming. Yeah. Um, so we do our checkout. Uh, we have a need to kill time and looking at how much time we have to kill. And so the one thing we can think of is just cross the lake and uh, uh, do one last resort hop and look at the art of animation. Yes. And that's nice. It's cool. I think my favorite thing about it, like... It's really pretty. My favorite thing about how, like, every, like, section mm-hmm. is themed. Right. Is the landscaping that goes with the theme. It's yes. so good. Because they have a Cars-themed area, and it's very, like, deserty. Yeah, de- and then desert like, plants, like, prepared dirt. Yeah, and that's different from the Lion King area, which mm-hmm. is a very different type of landscaping. And then there's, like... Finding Nemo and there's Little Mermaid and they have similarities of like thing like different plants that make it look like coral and yeah. seaweed, but they're still different from each other. Mm-hmm. And I was just like fascinated by the use of plants. Yeah, yeah. And we used our last uh, meal credits over there yeah. for lunch, uh, a resort that is known for having a, a, one of the best food courts on property. However, we were just too early for their switch to lunch where they bring out the good stuff. Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed my... <laughs> so you enjoyed your breakfast a lot. My breakfast was good. I got and a breakfast thing. I got yet another not-too-interesting sandwich with fries. Yeah. Yeah. They just, had really good, like, hash brown casserole. Just due to an accident of timing, I, yeah. I played myself. And then we started our long journey home. The downside. The big downside to using Magical Express. 
So you are at the beck and call of when they decide to schedule you a shuttle. Which means you're going to be at uh, MCO, the airport, forever. And here, I think we've said it before, the Orlando airport is really crappy. You know why? Because all the good stuff's before security. But you're not just going to hang out before security. You're not going to do that to yourself. Sure, you can look at all the things they say they have. Apparently, there's an art gallery. There's, of course, so many last chance gift shops representing all of the tourist things. But no, you're going to you're going to take care of business yep. and wind up sitting at the gate while two other planes load and depart before your plane even shows up. Yeah. Ugh, so bored. Yeah, it was not good. But we made it home. But we made it and home. And then I died. Yes. Oh, I died. <laughs> By the time we got home, I was just like, I haven't had anything to eat in 14 hours, but I don't care. Yeah. And I climbed into bed. <laughs> so uh, despite that downer note, maybe we should have just finished with uh, the villains waving goodbye. The villains waved goodbye. <laughs> and it was great. Uh, it, was a, it was a good trip. It took a lot out of us. But uh, I definitely like everything we got back from it. Yeah. Uh, And I know this was a very rambly recap, but hopefully it was fun to relive our excitement. So, uh, yeah, we we just had a little extra time on our hands, you know, no Um, no reason. I don't know why. And uh, figured some of y'all might as well. So uh, here is uh, the other end. Now now it's a diptych between our last bonus episode and this one. The, the story complete. Yeah. I, I would like everyone to know that I wore my ears during mm-hmm. this, too. With that, I'm Grant. I'm Lena. And thanks for listening to our bonus episode.